When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is your Commander-in-Chief. I am issuing a warning. The following podcast contains adult content and intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here at Marina Shafir. And uh, we have Shang, comedian Shang in studio. Uh... Hope everyone had a great week. Uh, this it's been. Uh, I had a good week. I'll talk about my week for a second because it's my podcast along with Marina's. And, <laughs> um, uh, I was. Uh, we had a big wrestling tournament uh, last last week. Uh, I love coaching. It's probably my probably the most like purest thing I do. You just actually just teaching and watching. It's awesome, you know, because right. this one kid keeps beating my my same kid with. It's a very he, he his kid on the other team wins by one point every every week. And this, but my kid's really good. He's a seventh grader. The other kid's an eighth grader. So I was teaching him a low single, and I was like, oh, I hope he pulls it off. And uh, he almost pulled it off. He didn't actually pull it off, but he almost did. <laughs> but, almost. But there was one kid who, um, the kid every day just gets his ass kicked in practice. He's just one of these kids who's, just, I wouldn't say unathletic, but just, you know, sports have not been kind to him. Let's, let's say that. And, um, and every day he comes, but the kid's got so much heart. And he, and he just comes. And I don't know if I would necessarily show up to a sport, even when I was in that age, where I would just get my ass kicked every day. I mean, just thrown around every single day for you know and, and keeps coming back comes to all the optional practices so finally this kid won a match he won like 14 nothing he, he brutalized this kid and uh I, I was so proud of him i saw his mom and his sister were watching they were had tears in their eyes and there's no such thing as losing in practice that's what you need to tell him really yeah you need to tell him that like there's no such thing as losing in practice that's the place where you're supposed to get beat well he doesn't even get frustrated i, I get frustrated for him oh, like, like okay. he doesn't get frustrated he, he just shows up just puts his head down awesome. and it works and i, I was <laughs> I, I was so proud of him and uh that so that that like made my whole week actually that one of those things actually that made my week uh and then uh and then how was your week what's going my on my week uh, my mom came into town yes she's here in studio she's here in studio beautiful I, I i knew she was gonna be beautiful <laughs> good good job good, yeah that's good for you that yeah, means that job, means mom. that means that means <laughs> when you when you grow up you're not gonna turn into a, a big heifer know, so that's, that's go. good for you um yeah, no, just working all week and getting ready for her to come. She came and cooked me and Shana and Jessamine a whole bunch of food and nice. just showing her around town. My mom hasn't seen me train since I was little. Right. She used to never come to tournaments, you know, training sessions because it just, her nerves. I'm the youngest and I'm right. the only girl in my family, so it just really upset. The one tournament she did go to, she ended up puking in the bathroom. Wow. Yeah, so... <laughs> Nice. Yeah. But now she's coming and like she's seeing me train. It's just really fun. I'm sure she's really proud of you. She, I'm looking at her right now. She's shaking her head no. But no, no, <laughs> kidding. No, no. <laughs> well, well, can I ask something? Are you, are, you, are you, is she comfortable with it now? Or? Um, no, she hates it. She oh. hates that I fight. <laughs> she wishes that I was, you know, just ha- was a cute little banker and just worked behind a desk. And there's nothing wrong with that. She just wants a safe life for me. That's yeah. what moms want. Um, but she sees that it makes me happy and it's, I'm passionate about it and I'm choosing this direction of my life for a reason. 
So, no. You should be very proud of your daughter, uh, Marina's mom. She's doing very well. She, <laughs> she works her ass off. And she works at a coffee shop. She's like a humble girl who actually works, not just one of these girls just expect things to come to her. E- e- you know? Yeah. And, and she's and, very beautiful, so she could get a lot of things and, to come to her. And she's very loyal to the guy that <laughs> a lot works of guys, on the uh, daddy's waiting for. Her. Now, Shang, uh, I know you recently shot a, a yeah. special. What's going on with you? I just shot my uh, one-hour special in New York. Um, like, thank everybody in New York for coming out. It was awesome. 1,200 people showed up, what? and it was it was packed, and I had a pretty strong set, so we'll see. Where can people yeah. see this? Oh, Showtime. That's where we're going to go to Showtime. Nice. So, awesome. Uh, so I did that and did like a 1,000 shows while I was in New York. Got to see my family, realize I, why I hate them. Yeah. And I realized, well, I, see, see, you, your mom's mm-hmm. cool, but uh, my family, I, I wanted to just. Come on. I, no, really? I'm serious. I wanted to feed them rat poison. There. Well, my mom is cool, but the rest of my family is. Yeah. So I my, just can't believe your family's still alive. I mean, yeah, you're, you're like 70. I'm, I'm 75 that's, years old. That's, so that's, when you get my age. Uh, that's great. Good uh, for you. <laughs> I'm happy you saw your family. No, yeah. And so I uh, did that, did a bunch of shows. So I'm going to see how this special turns out. Nice. So, I'm yeah. sure it'll be great, man. Yeah, you know me. I've been. Yeah, yeah. I, Shane's, been, Shane's been one of the guys that I used to look up to as a. I still look up to. He's a hardworking comic and he, he's an actor, he's a writer, poet at one point. Uh, well, I was, yeah. I was, like slam poetry and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, for real. What? I, I did Deaf Poets. You I was a voiceover tell- for Deaf Poets. So, I was the guy like, please welcome to Deaf Poets. Yeah. That was me. So, so I, I used to watch you on Politically Incorrect with Bill Maher, with Bill Maher yeah. back in the day. Yeah, so so Shang's been, awesome. he's been around forever and, he, and, he's, and he's always working. Always, wor- I'm, always I'm working. I'm doing all right. And I'm Big Fight well. fan. So that's why we have him on the big podcast. Big Fight fan used to actually do this long time ago. Long, now, long, long. Speaking of which, a lot of people are asking me, when's T-Rex coming back? Look, I'm, I'm going to be honest with this. I'm not going to pull any punches. I look. I love T Rex. He he's one of he's a great friend of mine. Very funny, but Lo- I love the guy. Love the guy, uh, and I'm a huge fan of T Rex. As you, if you're listening to the podcast, know T Rex was showing up late all the time, and that yeah, we got on my nerves. I'm not gonna lie. You know, you, you you have a deal with someone to come on time. I'm not saying five minutes, ten minutes. Sometimes forty five minutes late, hour. an hour late, and then telling me day of the show. A lot of times I can't make it. Still, I was like, you know what. He still makes me laugh. Uh, his laugh is contagious. Right. You know, uh, okay, then not watching the fights on a fighting podcast was another fucking thing that really <laughs> would, get, would get me irked. Fine. I was still like, you know what? He's one of those guys. He's, he's that guy who, like, you're like, you know, I don't know if you have worked with somebody who, who just does, does not really give a shit about the rules. Right. But, but you still love them, so you, you whatever. Okay, cool. But T-Rex said, I'm done with the podcast. He said, I'm done with the podcast. Because all I said is, dude, we got to talk about this. He said, I'm done. And now, and now maybe, look, when someone says they're done, uh, uh, my only option is to move forward. That, that's it. If I, if I, I, I can't beg people to want to come to the podcast. He tapped out. You know? He tapped out. Look, that's it. <laughs> you now, tapped. Now, listen. So, uh, look, so we're going to try having new comics in uh, for every week. We got Shang this week, Greg Wilson next week. We got other people coming in, okay? And, and we're going to see how it goes. Uh, I, I love having comics here. Right, I, yeah. I'm a fucking comic. You know, a comic and another comic make each other funnier. I love to laugh. Yeah, Marina yeah, loves love to laugh. To we, have a, we have a girl who has legitimate fighting experience in the show. <laughs> None of us have ever, I mean, I've got. She tries to watch the fights whenever she's I actually not working. Watch the fights. <laughs> yes. I actually watch the fights. And I, I watched the fights actually, last weekend, though. So, yeah. we can, so we could, we're going to talk about yes. that. And uh, I actually competed, but that was years ago. Yeah, you, yeah that was. PKA Full Contact. Really? Yeah, PKA Full Contact Regionals. Uh, Washington Regionals are one. 
And then I just was in so much pain all the time, man. I was like, yo, jokes is easier. You're way easier. <laughs> way easier. So, yeah, I did PK and Master Go and um, Master uh, Big Big Jim. I was with uh, House of Champions right. and Big Jim. And so uh, Frank Friedman, yeah. who I used to uh, train with and used to kick my ass every day. I used to like... Like, did you cry? No, I never cried, but I did but dread it. I alone and alone, I cried like a bitch. I actually sparred one time uh, in my life, uh, and then I got a real bad headache that night, and I was like, "Man, fuck this!" Yo, <laughs> I got, I've been knocked out three times. Really? Only in sparring and practice, never in an actual fight. But in, yeah, knocked out cold, uh, unconscious. Dude, about, what kind of fucking sparring dude did you go to? 60, 64 years old, knocked me out. Master go. Wow. Me unconscious. All I saw was white light. I'm kidding, and I kidding you. And then I woke up, and then I was like, "Wow, why am I dressed in?" Was that before there was headgear? Was there headgear invented back then, or no? No, we were doing it without the headgear, like a dummy. <laughs> yeah, unconscious man. Woke wow. Up. And I had to outweigh him by had to be fifty pounds. He just beat my ass. Arena, have you ever been knocked down in sparring? No. Have you ever been knocked down in sparring? No. Really? No. See, I've never been ever. I've never been like need. The only time I ever took a knee while sparring was because I was sparring without a uh, mouthpiece. And I bit my tongue like four times and like, it was like gagging me. Wow. Yeah. So, but I've never, anytime I feel. Is it the only time you ever gagged or? Right, go on, go on. Go on, put, 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 Yo, go on that please. was right there. All right, come go on. on, go on, go on. I don't gag any other time. Nice. <laughs> wow. Wow. Everyone, if you listen to that, Marina does not gag, okay? And, and I, I, I can't wait to see the memes for this one. Marina, there's going to be a ton, a ton of you know, tweets. I, like, I have this mental tick that whenever I spar and I, I feel anything in my body, if anybody takes a body shot on me and I feel it, as soon as I'm done with sparring, I take one of those eight or 10 pound medicine balls. And I have somebody drop it on my stomach and condition my stomach, like, after sparring. Wow. Because, like, I the, I will never, ever, ever be dropped by body shot, ever. See, wow. I've never been dropped by body shot, but now, instead of having them drop a medicine ball, I have them drop pie. Nice. I like, yeah. Uh, yeah pie nice. must feel now, real nice I just like, and... yeah, nice nice big apple pie now. <laughs> I had a girl, I've actually had a girl drop it with a body shot one time. Well, she, she did an actual body shot. She took a, a, a shot of alcohol, put yeah, it on her body. That's what I was going she was, for. She, I knew that was coming. She was so hot that I just was like, whoa, whoa. had to do it. <laughs> but no, I think that, like, uh, my main thing was, uh, I never, no, never a body shot. I, I mean, it was, a, it was actually... Old school roundhouse kick got me right in the temple, and it was a wrap. Yeah, and and I was like, yo, when I woke up, now like, what year I was this? This is Jesus, uh, 90? 1990. Yeah, it's a long time ago. No, no, I, I remember. No, Shang's a Shang's a beast. I, you're, 90, you're, you're a guy that I would not fuck with. Not, and I, it was so weird. I was thinking, oh, I'm so much bigger than this dude. This is a wrap. I'm gonna crush this guy, and he absolutely. Just destroyed me. So no, no, you never, got didn't you didn't you have to do some time for fucking somebody up one time? When I was uh, bring that up on the podcast, <laughs> yeah. Then the booking go well. You know what? We don't know if we can <laughs> no, book him anymore. Oh, really? No, no. Yeah, I was. It was a forced vacation from the government for a little bit, but it wasn't my fault. It was like the dude didn't understand You're teaching what. An asshole. That's like leave me alone, dude. And uh, you know what? That's why I, I respect UFC fighters more. That's why when I start watching it, it's like I know they get tested all the time. Yeah. And I saw a video on Boss got tested once, and he just destroyed, like, three dudes. It's like, yeah, I can actually hurt you for real, but you don't want to. No, Chris Camozzi told me that uh, as soon as he became a pro fighter, like, at least eight times at bars, guys would take sucker punches at him, which I think would be the the dumbest thing ever. When I started fighting and I was still in New York, um, I would go out with my friends still, and I, like, I would... This is when I was like changing my lifestyle, like stop drinking and stuff. And I was just the girl, the sober chick, you know, right. the driver and everything. 
my friends were all hard asses in Albany, New York, and they would pick fights and run behind me. And I'm just standing there like, I can't touch these people. I yeah. will get in so much fucking trouble. Right. Like, I can't do anything I, about that. That happened to me this weekend, actually. Uh, I, I went to the AVNs uh, this weekend. Uh, of, of course well, you no, did. Just for, I didn't go to the Just for research. Party. Yeah. Well, here's what happened. <laughs> my buddy was like, it was a Friday night. I, I, buddy, I, had like, I didn't have any shows. My buddy said, hey, man, you want to go, go to a couple AVN parties? I'm like, sure, man. Right. And like, why not? Because a couple of years ago we went and it was just AVN adult the a porn oh, party. Oh, that's it's right, the porn, porn. Now, that you invited me and my mom to go to. Yes, I'm sure your mom would be like, "Oh, I really, those. I would love to see your mom's face yeah, at the yeah, porn party." Yeah, some guy named Johnny Schlong. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think your mother's attractive. Yo, I'm gonna have to beat your ass. So what happened was I was like, "All right, let's let's do it." So we we, we drive to Vegas. You know, I was like, "All yeah. right," and. uh of course, like years ago when we weren't looking for any really fun parties, it was just naked girls everywhere. You wow. know, just insane. I mean, it was crazy. It was crazy. Like some of the stuff we saw, we were at like a, a suite with a bowling alley at the Hard Rock, and my friend is like going down on this girl at the bar. I mean, just insaneness. What? Yeah, it was uh, just. So nobody what? at the bar noticed the, the no, guy. No, people going- didn't care. There was girls walking around naked. It was. So I'm like, let's go back. This would be fun to watch, you know? None of that happened this time. It was, it was oh, of course. Well, right. It's always when you're looking for it, nothing. It never happened. Of course. Every party we went to, they're like, oh, you know, you have to have a wristband. It's just some nonsense. So now one person went down on another person while you were there. I didn't see any of that. I, and then I, The only thing I saw was that I'm Did too... Did you try to trip someone? Maybe that would help. Yeah, trip. It's and, like a you know, domino effect. <laughs> you know, you trip somebody and then the rest of them kind of fall off. Get them in I like, should have done that. Like a, t- get them in a cock amaplata. <laughs> And you're like, oh shit! That never seems to work. The cock on the plot is it never um, works. <laughs> no, I didn't see any of that. I saw nothing. Uh, and the thing was, I, the only thing I saw was my future saying, "I'm too old for this shit." What am, <laughs> what am I doing? We literally <laughs> left the next day, going, what "The fuck was that?" And we went to for one night. It was totally stupid. I couldn't. I couldn't go to some. I get like overload. I get sex overload. I well, would just freak out. And the, plus, I got a lady, and she'll kill me. A couple guys that we saw were like, we saw these dudes that were like literally in. Dressed up as like these men that were dressed up as women, but they weren't even trying to be women. They were like, like he's huge, like linebacker, like, hey, I'm Todd, hey, I'm, and then they're like in dresses and wigs, like, hey, I'm Steven, what's going on? You watching the game tomorrow? That was that was Man. strange. Were their legs shaven? Did you did he? Because that's important. I I, I, I just kind of like look down and I'm like, what the fuck am I looking at right now? And then that they weren't even trying. They weren't even trying. They weren't even trying. Oh, weren't, weren't, weren't even trying. <laughs> they, they weren't even trying to change their voice a little bit. No. Like, Hi, Adam. No, no it was like hanging out with dudes, so just like, wearing dresses and wigs. There was that, and then some other. The girl, I met a couple that I knew, this kid Chad, who was like, his wife was like, yeah, I'm into humiliation sex. She starts telling me. I, so I was like, what's that? And she's like, well, I like to get anal while going down on a guy while getting a tattoo in, in like public. What? Yeah, that was what they were into. So that's what I experienced. You know how bored you have to Wait. be with sex <laughs> to make up that shit? I like it with a rabbit, and then I like when somebody's kicking me in the side while I'm blowing a guy. <laughs> She's retarded and should be. She should be. She should be euthanized. Oh that is what. That's the dumbest shit. No, like yeah, just you know. Why would anybody want to reproduce with somebody like yeah, that? Yeah, like what? Well, I don't well, get it. They found if, each other. They I found mean, each other, and they're gonna so have. Weird. They're gonna have little kids who eat crowns and lick windows. That's what they're gonna have. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's what we saw. Yeah. So that, but anyway, the whole point of me bringing this up was that my friend was convinced that there was a, a, a undercover cop next to him, and I, and he was like, "You're a cop trying to bust me for something," and I'm next to him, and this guy was a big dude, 
And I'm like, dude, this guy might hit you. And he's like, yeah, but then you'll kick his ass. I'm like, well, first of all, I got a torn ACL. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I'm not doing any of that. I'm not, yeah, <laughs> I'm not shooting a double. <laughs> I, I, I'm not doing any. Maybe I'll stand there like a rock and sock him. I don't, what am I getting? In a, I, like, that's, so I but Adam's gotten saying. a lot of fights with comics, though. I've gotten two. You gotten, no, no, he's no. gotten two. Two. Don't yeah, even yeah. try it. I know you. Two. Yeah, one, one, one big fight. A comic sucker punched me, and I just, I just left. Why? He said I took a joke from him. Because he's an ass. What joke did you take? I don't even know the joke. I don't even watch the guy. And he's, but he's been known for bullying other comics. And, yeah. he, and I went off stage and he punched me. And I had literally been working on Ellis Mania, Jason Ellis show, for like all week. So, all I, so I was fighting for like an entire week. And I was just like, not today. So I just like, did like a, like a four-piece combo. And then, and then like I grabbed his, I tried to, moi, to like do like a Muay Thai clinch and, and just start kneeing him. Yeah, yeah. I did the plum on him. But then, <laughs> but then like people were holding me back. So I threw a knee. Uh, and I, I missed him by like an inch. <laughs> but then I went down as like a legend. Literally, all these big comics all came he, up to me. Yeah, we were like, like Adam. I mean, guys like... We, we don't like the guy. He, yeah, like the so guy everybody's he, wanted to beat him up for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was like, the guy was drunk, and I think he just thought he was just going to punch me, and that was going to be it. But I'm like, dude, somebody punches you, you know. It's on. I, you know. I, that's the only time I would, I mean... And how hard can pl- comics like really hit unless it's... He, he hit me, he, I mean, he gave me six yeah. stitches in my mouth. Uh, he, he hit me pretty hard. You're not hard. supposed to talk about that. <laughs> like, you see these stitches? I ate these stitches. I never had a com- I've had a person in the audience. I've had a person in the audience. I hit one guy with a mic stand in the face. What? Because I'm like, you know, well, fuck it. Really? Yeah. And, 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 and I'm not kidding you. In Philly. And then another guy where he came up on the stage and I just got him. He's so easy. He, he threw that standard, you know, overhook bullshit. And I just caught him and just got him and started choking him the fuck out. Really? During fantastic. the show? It was fantastic. I got fired because you're not supposed to choke out the was patrons. This, was this like your opener? Or? <laughs> no. <laughs> How do you follow that? How you follow that? No, I, I seriously. And then the, the club owner was like, you never do that. What's wrong with you? And they dragged me out. But it was like, yo, you don't run up on stage at me. Ah. And I, it's like, that's bullshit. And then they, there was another sh- show I did. The opener got his ass beat. Some flamboyantly gay guy ran up on stage. I don't like your gay jokes, bitch. And starts, <laughs> starts smacking him around. And then he, he said, you want some of this? I said, dude, really? Just sashay your ass away from me. Yeah. And then he kept he kept going, so I just gave him one right there to the nose, man. It's, you broke the you broke no, gay guy's nose? No, I didn't break his nose. I just gave him like a quick one. Just yeah. a quick like one. Like a bass root and Just bam. And, 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 and he just, in blood, he said, then he went, oh my God, my beautiful nose. And no. <laughs> no bullshit. This I'll really happened? You, it was comic, yeah, and the comic's name is Rodney, Rodney Wilson. He's a bitch. He got beat up badly by the gay dude on stage. Was, oh, wow. It was a hood gig. It was one of those hood gigs. I had tied a one-nighter to a, a legitimate gig. I was doing an improv, and I said, well, if you can give me 150 bucks, I'm already in town. And it was like hood, like a two-gun minimum to get in that bitch. Two-gun minimum. It was like straight thugs. and, and But there was this gay dude in the front. He's like, I don't like your gay jokes. I don't, and, he, and he whispered with, I like your wow. And I, I, but I didn't. I, it was like if he wouldn't have came at me, I'm like, I'm not even in the fight. Beat him up. Yeah, that's yeah. the feature. Beat the feature up because he was horrible too. <laughs> he was not funny. He was funny as throat cancer. So I was saying, somebody beat this dude up. He was horrible. Now, last time wow. you came on the podcast, we'll talk right. about this. Oh my god, you were convinced that you could take Ronda Rousey in a fight. Now we argued. We argued. We, we argued for this like is the truth. An hour on the road that I said that she would kill you. Not she would kill you. Oh, you good would. Job, Adam. You would. I said you would tie her out. You haven't trained in, I, in, in <laughs> ten years. <laughs> okay, you're right. You don't I said if I trained even now, I still probably. No, but, no, no, no. Now that her roommate is here, no, all of a sudden the story. Me, no, I'll no. tell you why. 
Okay. I'm saying a younger me. I would not get. I would never try to get close. Is she younger too? Like like two months old? Or, or no? Yeah, it, she'd have to be younger too. No, okay. <laughs> a younger her, you. No, a younger me. Yes. I after I, and after watching her fights, everybody gets close to her. Don't get close to her. Use your length. That use that John Jones length, and I got that length, and I would be like, yo, I'm not letting. It's just funny because how how for how long do you think you could run away from her? And I would run. I would. I would run as long. I would run as long as it would take. You realize? Yeah, it, no, you realize there's no like an, you know, in an octagon or just yeah. in an open space, you can open keep space. running. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you would just run away. I would run all the way to oh, Culver like City. Forrest Gump running. I would, like I would Forrest running. Gump running. No, we're talking about in an octagon. In an octagon, um, you would probably even. Young me? Yeah, young you. Oh, I don't know. I probably uh, maybe first round. I'd have a chance. You, th- you think you really think? I'd have a chance. But but this girl trains five I, hours a day. I'm saying, I'm saying the old me would have a chance. Not that I would win. I'd have a. How chance. much? Now, how much did you weigh the old you? Uh, I was like two hundred five. Because so you're two hundred five, all right? Mm-hmm. I'm two. And then you trained now. for how long? How I, how long did what I? what belt were you? Black. You were black, yeah, black and brown. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. And, and, and what type Aikido, of art? Taekwondo, and I, judo. So judo. Yeah. You were a judo black belt. I I'm telling you, I would. What was got your best judo, judo move? My my best judo move. I I couldn't even say now <laughs> against somebody like her. No, no, I wouldn't. I don't know. I don't need help. Okay. Uh, <laughs> she actually did a little whisper. I don't need help. I'm saying I love you, man. I'm, I can I, show you. I, I, I can show you my video. I'm saying I, I, I love you. I just, no, don't, I just don't think. Yeah. I, okay, Ronda Rousey. Let me tell you something, Ronda Rousey. No, no. I, listen, she would. Okay, let's be real. Anybody that I don't want to hear all the fucking tweets I'm gonna get from this. I'm gonna tell the truth. I was joking before. I wouldn't but you're last. Serious now. I, okay, let's be serious now. She would rip my arm off and shove it through my asshole into my brain. Okay, pick your nose a little. And pick my nose with my own decapitated arm, okay? Okay, because she's a beast. Now, I'm saying, I just thought, because I had good stand-up, yes. I was very good, and yes. my kicks were extremely strong, yes. that I could probably, maybe a half a round, keep her off of me, and then I would probably end up in a ridiculous uh, arm is dying laughing, by the way. I would end up in I've never seen her laugh, by the way. Everybody, everybody that she's fought has been the victim of that arm bar, and I thought, keep the distance, stay away, run as much. I haven't seen anybody run from her yet. All right. Have you? And just keep a distance. And Marina, what are your thoughts? Jab, okay, jab, okay, jab. okay, okay, we got, jab, okay, jab, okay jab. we got your opinion. All right, we got, we got No, this. I just like Marina. how it's ending. Like, that's a really good strategy, but <laughs> I just like that he's, like, succumbing to the fact that, yeah, she's probably going to fucking rip my arm off. But I'd be good for me. That's because like you're here. Minutes, that's yeah. because you're here. Thank you. That's because no, you're that's here. That's not because she's that's here. That's totally because she's you here. Think, <laughs> I already knew I was coming at here, and she would be here. No. So I'm telling you. But when she wasn't here, it was a Ronda Rousey would have problems. <laughs> when Marina wasn't here, that was a third whole no, hold fucking up. story. That third minute would be a wrap for me, but that that first two minutes. For two minutes, you, okay, you would do un- those haymakers on us. Uh, not haymakers. Last time you said you would straight, do like you would do like, yeah, a titty twister and stuff. The titty twister is a brutal move. An elbow and the boob. <laughs> An elbow and the boob is is a, a fantastic move. I like, have been punched in the boob really like, last is, week, and that shit fucking hurts. It hurts. How so, big are your boobs, by the way? <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Fine. I just I'm I'm guessing C's. C's. No. Like, no C's. They're like barely there. Really? Yeah. But even a barely there boob can't take no, an elbow. No. Yeah. That shit. I'm talking about their B's like, are barely there. If you get hit like directly in the center of your titty, if you're a chick, if you throw, and uh, these all of your female listeners will agree with me, that shit stings for like a week. 
it hurts. And it'll back somebody up. I'm saying it'll <laughs> it'll back up. Ronda Rousey comes straight forward. I, I, her hands are getting better now. I've seen her stand up now. Her hands are better. It's, All right, let's talk about. Okay, let's okay, okay. Shang, I got you. It. I love you, Shang. Okay, let's Would talk you, about. You say it? Let's, yeah, let, no, All right, let's talk about the real some real fighting that real fighting that, I, that, that went plays this week. We got first when you tell me which one you can talk about because I'm gonna say the one I called and a whole bunch of people on Twitter. Everybody, everybody, welcome to the United States of my dick because I was right. I was United right. States of my dick. <laughs> I was right. All right. Welcome. Okay. Okay. Which one are you gonna go with? Uh, the Anthony Johnson Anthony versus Johnson. Gustafson. That uh, that fight we we called that fight pretty much right. Pretty much we said we that we both was, wanted we both we like I wanted Gustafson Gustafson to win, but I I knew it was just gonna happen. You know, you think about that fight. A lot of things about that fight. First of all, um, Anthony Johnson is such a freak athlete and such a great athlete, and I'm so happy for him because uh, he was ecstatic. And it's, he's also a guy that's been around. He's been he's been up and down. I mean, literally, he was down. He was he, when he when he got beat by Vitor Belfort. That was an embarrassing. He missed weight by 13 pounds. He almost died. Right. Came back. You know, went up. Two weight classes, went to the World Series, went to Titan FC, then the World Series of Fighting. Right. Now he's in the UFC. You got to give the guy credit for what it's doing. I mean, he was let go because he wasn't making weight. Yeah. Cause and now, for his, to see him come back, one, I was happy for him, even though I did want a rematch with Jones. I did want to see that rematch because I think he beat Jones. I personally think. Right. I think Gustav, he yeah. beat him. I think he beat him. And, but I wanted to see a rematch. But then when I was like, yo, but I'm rooting for this guy, he's had so much down. That when he came in, I just was sitting there going, "This dude's a beast." And his last fights, man, he's just he, like you. He said he's a freak. He's an X Men. Yeah, mean, he really is. You he, know what I really respect about him is that he'd never really made any excuses along the way. Like he he had to explain himself, but he never you never really saw him on social media or anything like making excuses for himself. He admitted his faults, why. right? Like he admitted that like he was in the wrong weight division, and now he's just kind of like reinventing himself as a fighter. In, a, in, like, a different direction. Yeah, it's no. Just really respectful. Like, even with the win, he was really humble with the win. And he felt bad. Yeah. Because he, was, he felt bad. He said, man, I'm sorry this dude is crying, but, you know, I, I had to do what I had to do. Yeah. And did you, he was popping his, I mean. Yeah, at the same time, though, at the same time, he did get caught a couple times by Gus in that fight. Mm-hmm. And he did come in with his hands down after he had, he had Gus hurt. And I don't think he respected Gus's power at all. But against other guys, let's say he did that against, let's say he had hurt Glover uh, or he had hurt uh, some of the other big 205 pounders, even a guy like Rashad Evans, you know. Rashad Evans okay. would, have, would have clocked. I mean, he, he might have opened himself. He was leaving himself very vulnerable for, for, for uh, counterattacks. And Gus hit him with an uppercut a couple times. Yeah. I mean, but, look. But it didn't shake him. It though. didn't shake him. And maybe he wouldn't have done that against uh, He walked right through him. He was super focused. Now, you could totally tell in the whole fight that that – no matter what Gus threw at him, it wasn't going to break his focus in that fight. Now against John Jones, that's the next fight. And Jones is funny because after that fight, John Jones puts on Twitter, Alex not impressed, and then deletes it. This was the same thing Alex did. Why are you deleting against, your tweets? Well, he dude? said because he did the same. That Alex did the same thing okay. against him. He, Jones is out of his mind. <laughs> Number one. Now, now Jones is out of his mind because he hasn't ran up against someone that punches like this dude. Yeah, he has. Not like this. Ah, uh, yes, he has. Glover he has. punches Glover, pretty. But no, but he's not as he's not a freak athlete like Anthony is. Rampage. Oh, Rampage Jackson hits hits has hard. Okay, uh, Rampage did rock him. Uh, You're right. Rampage is was Rampage rocked him like four times. I mean, Cormier hits fucking hard. Cormier yeah, knocked Cormier. out Bigfoot Silva with one punch. But, I mean, these he, Cormier he, again distance. 
It was the distance. But, yeah, but, you, but, you, but, you, no, but Jones is pterodactyl. No, but what you said arm. was yeah. you said was that no one hits as hard as these guys. No, I, I'm, I'm no, saying, I'm saying, but he's his hits as hard and is athletic. Oh, Anthony Johnson's going to be a whole new thing. It's just a matter uh, to me. It's about whether what Anthony Johnson if he can keep himself there mentally. Yeah. I mean, he's had some problems outside the octagon, but he's yeah, focused. He's got to remember that it's not going to be a, it's not going to be sprint. It's going to be a marathon and. Fight. That, but also he ha- he's never been in that type of a big fight before. I mean, when you're getting the 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 heavyweight the light heavyweight championship, all the all the interviews, the media, and all the media, the coverage, the pressure, all this, all this other stuff that happened from his past is all going to come out again. But I think uh, he's, gonna, he's focused now. I see him as every fight I've watched. He's been focused. I haven't seen him make those mental mistakes. I hope so. I and mean, he's, that's he's been working great. It's the mental mistakes. But he's been personally, great. though, personally, his weight's on point. I, and I, I hate to, I hate to admit it. I hate to admit it, but I think uh, if I had to bet on that fight tomorrow, I would say Jones. I, I, uh, what? Yeah, I, I, I hate. Are you serious? I am fuck. serious. I'm, I'm serious because you know what? He's going to be coming back from this whole cocaine scandal. He's going to have a lot of proving to do. He's gonna. He, you know what? It's I, gonna I, be that back. Jones. Jones is Jones is gonna be uh, like in another stage of his fighting career. Like he's gonna have to prove a lot of people wrong, especially his close family. With very all, much so. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That that if you if you study Jones's camps. He really like he thrives off of like internal uh, like conflict. Co- yeah, internal conflict and going through that internal revelation and like re- evolving as a fighter. He gets off on that. Like, Actually, you know seriously. what? I, 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 I'm taking that back. I'm taking my comment back. I'm, retra- I'm, I'm retracting that. <laughs> Are you going re- to the same re- show? You're going to retract. I'm the same. Five minutes later, I, I don't know who wins that fight. All right, I, I know I, who wins I, that fight. Who? I know. I think that Rumble wins. Really? I think Rumble wins because. Okay. Cool. Okay. After that fight happens, you and I—he has to yes, come back on the I podcast, and we're going to talk about it. Okay. You know, I say, say he's going to win. You're going to talk about it regardless. You're going to hear him talking about it whether he's here I'm or not. Tweet you're gonna, it. I'm going to be outside talking. I, I tweet the shit out of it. Let me tell you why. Because okay, Jones does have a lot to prove, but there is a different kind of pressure after this cocaine scandal that's going to be on him, mm-hmm. and it is going to be on Rumble. Yeah, but it's it, not any kind of pressure he's not used to. Oh, this nah, is all, it's a little no, different. No, no, no. Ah, no. cocaine scandal is a little Listen, bit more pressure. It is a little bit more pressure, but pressure pressure is pressure. Okay, like it's not. He might have a little bit more of attention um, media wise, right? But negative, talk, negative let's attention. Let's talk about the fight. Uh, let's talk about the fight that him and Cormier got talk- into. That was a huge thing. That yeah. was he. Let's talk about the interview where where they thought that they stopped recording and he was talking shit. A little different to though. Cocaine. It's a little bit different, but look, it's going to be the same amount of media scandal, media pressure, and media attention. He's right. going to get off on. He loves that shit. I don't know why I, hasn't anybody learned that about him. Because, he loves the attention. Well, the thing is, well, with all that being said, John Jones is also a Cormier fucking is, freak athlete. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, John Jones that's the is thing. Freak and athlete. the thing about the, look, I think Jones has. A, I mean, I think Rumble has a really good shot at beating him in the first two rounds. Yes, I think if he comes out guns and blazing, mm-hmm. he just throws fucking pressures bombs, him, stays pressures in his him. Face. Jones. Has never. You're right about that. I don't think he's ever faced as good of an athlete as, Thank you. as Rumble Johnson. Cormier is is don't get me in their wrong. prime. Hard, in their prime. Great wrestler. Great wrestler. In their prime. And Rampage but, in his prime is a different Rampage Pride. Rampage against Vanelli Silva is a different different caliber athlete. But we're talking about in their prime. However, will you know? Will he fade down the stretch? And that's in, in a five round fight. I could sort of that yes. that round four. When was the last time Johnson was in a five round fight? 
Uh, I mean, has he ever been in a five-round no. fight? No, he trains to not be in a five-round fight. Right. He, so, he goes for the knockout. Yes. He goes for the finish. Don't leave it to the judges. The point I'm saying is mm-hmm. he hasn't had anybody that was straight, like, athlete freak like himself. Cormier wasn't, like, on the same level as Jones. Athlete freak? No, not— uh, You no. can't get a better—Cormier's uh, a good athlete. Yeah. He's, but he's not at the same level as Jones. I think that Rumble oh, is the same level as Jones. I think— yeah, they're, Athlete, they're athletically. They're all good athletes. No, <laughs> no, they're all good athletes. But there's people that are a little bit got that extra. Yeah, and I'm telling you, Rumble. I think Rumble is going to get him in the second round. I think that's that he's going to feel him out, stay in his chest, stay in his yeah, chest. But, I know, but don't the, let him but the get thing those is, fucking is that, elbows that Winkle, off. If he gets those you're elbows right, but off, fucking Winkle John and Greg Jackson are such good game planners that you don't think that they're just going to spend all day. I mean, we're talking about we're not talking about like the, you know. Some kind of you know not, not middle of the run fighter they're going to watch they're going to study everything Johnson does they're going to look if, at every if one Johnson of his fights. Johnson doesn't have any mental breaks because that's his. That's problem. a big if. But he's been. Fo- I'm saying he's lately. You he's also been told me that Anderson Silva was going to beat Weidman in the second fight. That, but that, let me tell you why I thought he was going to beat him. And he. <laughs> we and all he, thought that. Okay. I did not. Think I, I did think that. I, I did think that. I thought no, that. I wasn't the only one. We took a poll. I Stop that. it. I, I had my, I had like almost ten. Do you remember people. the poll? God damn it! You remember they the took poll. a poll. He took a poll and stuck it up his ass because that's because <laughs> he fucked oh, himself. That's after Let me I tell you the... something. And you know what? That accident was an anomaly where he that was where he kicked him. And if you look at it, if you look at anomaly, it, he started, but he was killed. He the started, first... No, the, he started right. when he started teeing off on him. When he when he started hitting him and kicking kicking him, he started backing him up. And you know. <laughs> That he he, like, he 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 destroyed him. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. The first fight after within, no, he within didn't. thirty seconds, no, he Silva didn't. was almost out. They were almost. He was almost out. No, he wasn't. You rewatch the fight. I I love. I, all right, other fights I'm this totally weekend. With you, I I'm thought he was going to win. I'm all about the black yeah, and okay. yellow. Okay, look. As far let's as Anderson, move on. You wanted to move on. We're okay. just making our final okay. comments about let's it. Let's talk about some of them. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll, 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 the next, okay, we'll talk about... Oh, yeah, we're doing we're still talking about the fights. All right. Last other week. fights. Uh, Dan Henderson versus uh, uh, Musasi. We knew that was going to happen. I, I didn't realize how quick it was going to happen. Musasi punches like a fucking truck. Yeah. But he hit him like it was. A, it was. I guess it's the punches that you don't see coming are the yes. ones that really hurt you. Right. Yes. And Dan didn't see that coming. Yeah. Maybe I don't know if it's his bad eyesight because he's ninety uh, or, uh, <laughs> or the or, fact or, that he's ninety. Yeah, or, that might have been what? it. Or what? Like, I'm a yeah, huge. He punched him in the Colossi bag like pow. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I fucking love Henderson though because do you guys see his post fight interview? He's like. I don't give a fuck about head head, in, head injury. He's like, I just want to get back in there immediately. Yeah, I know, yeah, but, but he only has the age bomb thing, and he doesn't fight somebody with uh, some, for someone someone that comes with a straightforward some straightforward jabs and good boxing. He has a problem. He doesn't only have that. I mean, he was an he was an Olympian wrestler, uh, a Greco Roman wrestler. I mean, mm-hmm. he happens to be a great fighter. He's just he's forty four years old, and it and time and wears down anybody. And he's been in wars. He's it's a young man's game. And I would, I honestly think that even if he doesn't care about head injuries, the people around the him, the people that love him, should be like, listen, head injuries. We care do about matter. head injuries. I mean, you know, to the point where you see people with head injuries. I mean, look, I'm, I'm not saying that, you know, Jermaine Taylor, he's the next Jermaine Taylor. He's yeah. not going to go murder people or shoot, or, or shoot people. But he but, might be. But he might but, be like, I like pudding. Soon. Well, that. But also, I mean, people <laughs> with head injuries do fucking terrible. <laughs> I mean, people with head injuries do terrible shit. No, I yes, mean, but. Did you see? Did you see the eye? Did you see his eyelid? Yeah, it yeah. was. Oh, ugh. 
So yeah, that was that was rough to watch. And I honestly think that, uh, like, I, I tweeted out that I think that Rogan should have him on his podcast to have the talk that he had with Chow with Hendo. And, and, and yeah, it was, but Hendo would probably try to knock out Rogan like yeah. a real fighter would. Yeah, just get, saying. Like, don't tell me. Oh, you think you know that Chow's a real fighter? Well, here's the thing: is if any fighter. If any fighter was sitting there in the podcast with Rogan and just taking it and taking it and taking it, there would have been a point where I would have just been like, all right, motherfucker, we're not talking about this anymore. Or I would get up and leave. I'm not going to let get somebody... Get up and leave or get up If and- you're really passionate about fighting and if you're a real fighter, you're not going to sit there and be told that you should retire. Like, you should be pissed off enough to just, like... like th- that's your. That's who you are. That's, that's your life. Yeah, that's from your the life. Time you and wake you're up. gonna have somebody tell you. Like I understand they have a, a friendly. You know they have a friendship and it's different. But on a podcast, I'm sorry, that pull shit is the, not happening. If anything, pull me to Fuck the side. That. Pull me to the side and suggest it. Yeah. But don't beat me into the ground with it. And, and I I'm, a Joe. Joe I'm a Rogan amazing, fan. Joe made amazing. Yeah, he made some amazing points. He made some like very real observations for Shab that I didn't think Shab saw, but. If I was Shab, I would have either told him in like private or just gotten they, up and be like, you know what? With, I'm not here for that. Same thing with Liddell. It was the same situation well, too. It was well, a certain point well, where he was getting well, knocked no, out a lot. Well, right. Well, personally, I think that you know Shab. After you lose. Two days later, you shouldn't be on a podcast. No. I mean, unless you, unless it's a controlled environment where you're on the phone or something. You you know, and and Shab wanted that to happen. He said, "I want to have this talk here." And if you look, if that's what you're asking what, for, that's what the fans want. Yeah, the fans. Yeah, are, yeah and that's whatever. the ones that. that that's but bullshit. but that's the shit that makes. At money. the end of the day, though, you do well, it. at the end of the day, does it really make him that much money, though? Does it? it? it, it yeah. At the end of the day, you're, I, you, you, the fans are you, you. You come to the world naked, and you and you, and you die naked. Yeah. <laughs> you die alone, and, I and, and it's that, yourself. But you, that's what my mama says. But, but you still <laughs> have to deal with the fans. Hold on, let me let me speak. Let me speak. Just I love you saying this. You're one of my. Gonna deal with the fucking fans, man. No, no, no. What I'm saying is. Well, look, here's what I'm saying: is that at the end of the day, it, it, you obviously love the fans. The fans give you adulation. The fans money. love you. The fans give you money. However, y- you know it, it's you that's in there, and you have to take care of yourself. No, that's no, all I'm saying. Fans, no, I disagree. The fans were the fans happened because they support who you are and what you're doing. As soon as you start doing what your fans want, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I, I'm really grateful for the people who support me. A lot of the people who support me that I don't even know, I'm right. really grateful. I, I really wouldn't, you know, it's nice to see positive reinforcement from people. But I'm still going to do what the fuck I want to do. You and have if, to. They, if they like it, cool. If they don't like it, cool, too. Go on with your life. No, ultimately, it's up to that fighter. And a fighter, to me, it's like... It's Did you like, hear what I happened don't. with Rogan and Chow? You know what we're talking about? Yeah. I just thought it was too much. That was too much. I thought it was too it much. Was way too much. It was, it, was, it was to the point where I was sitting there going, Joe. Yeah. Joe, what are you doing, Joe? But it's no. his podcast, and that's who Joe is, and he didn't apologize because that's... that's it was way he, too much. Yeah. Why did you become Italian, though? I don't understand. I, no, I just... Because that's how I felt at the time. Joe, what are you doing, Rogan. Joe? But I, you know what? That's, that's more Jewish. I, you no, like no, Jewish no. That was... That was uh, whatever. No, I'm saying uh, it was a mixed. I think there was there was a certain point where I was like, "Yo, punch Joe in the face." Come on. And yes. Not me but too. Joe, but Joe can go though. So I mean, I don't. Who do you think wins, Joe or Shalb? Joe. 
Joe. Joe? Sure. You think Joe, Joe beats Brendan Schaub in a fight? Yes. Absolutely. Really? Yes. Joe's a monster. Dude, Joe's a fucking <laughs> Have you <laughs> seen him? What? <laughs> that, you, you, that would mean... Okay. Would, I, come on. <laughs> no. With all due respect to Joe Rogan, okay, who, who, who's, who's a, a black belt in jiu-jitsu, and I... Taekwondo. And was a fucking beast he, 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 in taekwondo. the gym. He was. Beast in the gym. But Schaub is a top 10 right now. Uh, Not anymore. All right, Not top anymore. 15 <laughs> UFC <laughs> heavyweight. Does that mean anything? So you saying that Rogan could be a top 15 UFC heavyweight? Yes, no. I do. You're out of your no. fucking mind. <laughs> no, the Rogan... But no, Rogan can't go, though. Wait, but Rogan some people go. here believe that he might shouldn't be on the top 15. Brendan. Okay. okay. All right. Let's say he's top 20. I still, You're saying that Joe Rogan could beat people in the top 20 in heavyweight. I'm talking not, about Brendan. Okay? okay. I'm talking about Brendan. I'm not talking about top 15, top 20, nothing. I'm All talking right. about Brendan right. Schaub. Okay. Joe Rogan would probably beat him in a sparring right. match. I'm just saying. You, you think Rogan could beat Schaub in a sparring yes. match? I, I disagree. In a sparring match, yeah, absolutely. I think maybe on the... Have on you the, seen Rogan? In a jiu-jitsu match. A, no. In a jiu-jitsu match. Yeah, but do you know Brendan only has a brown belt in jiu-jitsu? So I'm saying, so Rogan wins in a jiu-jitsu match. And striking. In a striking Brendan match? Brendan has no fucking striking. Really? Yes. Really. I Come on. I've seen him. I, the guy, I, yeah, he does great pad work. I've seen him, you know, I've seen him do mitts and whatever. And so you, all think that shit, be, like, you think Joe could be Matt, 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 Matt Mitrione? Because mm. Schaub choked out Mitrione in one round. Maybe. Come on. I'm just, Maybe. This, come on. There's no way. <laughs> Did you see you, you, everybody out there. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about one person and he keeps like adding people keep, into I, it. I'm yo, talking could, about okay, one person. So could, let's see. Could he be, you know, Look, you start Shelby's adding people. the biggest fan of me, okay? But I'm, but I'm going so, to so call, add but, him. Could, but he be, call could he be like RoboCop? Say RoboCop. Listen, me and Brendan don't have a problem either, but I'm just saying from what I've seen and from his... From his uh, performances, he's just not that impressive of a fighter. But, I believe you, believe believe me. Joe Rogan has more of an eye of the tiger than Brendan ever will. I'm telling you that right now. You know why? Why? Because he's been in the fight business since Brendan was fucking born. Okay, but much. So, so is Larry Merchant. Does that mean that <laughs> yeah, fucking... Yeah, but no, he understands... If I was younger, Floyd Mayweather, I'd kick your ass. <laughs> Does that mean that Larry no, Merchant but, but, could but beat the, fucking but Joe anybody Rogan's in the top 20? Physically, and, and still has that, that, that He's fire. still... Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, have you seen this, this motherfucker spar? I'm, I'm not He's discrediting a, Joe Rogan, okay? I know how tough and how good of a fighter okay, Joe Rogan is. Okay, no, you're Rogan just is. not accepting our answer. We keep not, telling you, yes, Brendan Schaub is going to get beat by Joe Rogan. I, and you're like, ah, I don't know, it's not if Joe, if, Joe, if Joe hears this, I've, I've watched. I mean, you guys are crazy. I don't okay, believe okay, it. Okay, okay, we can I, move on to the next one. But I'm yeah, telling we you, can there's two other people. To the next. All right, we have Ken Shamrock who on the, on the podcast. We're calling him right now. Okay, okay, and uh, I can I take down Ken Shamrock too. I can't wait for this. All right. <laughs> Hey, is this Ken Shamrock? It is. Hey, how's it going? It's Adam Hunter with the MMA Roasted Podcast. I'm here at Marina Shafir and Shang Forbes. How are you, man? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Good, man. I, 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 uh, it's an honor to have you on the show. Uh, you're, you're obviously one of the best fighters of all time. A legend. You're a legend. You're a UFC Hall of Famer, a pro wrestler, and uh, you know, in the WWE, inter- Intercontinental Champion, Tag Team Champion, you, you got UFC Champion, it's amazing. So, and, 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 a, and a bad motherfucker. Uh, the world's most dangerous <laughs> man. Also known a champ- yeah. as a champion in the I life. had to add yeah. that in there. <laughs> so how are yeah, you? Well, listen, I, I, I appreciate you guys having me on, and it's definitely a blessing to always be able to talk to my fans. Oh, please, please do. Now, now, now you, you have a, a bare-knuckle fight coming up? Oh, come on, man. It's real as it gets. <laughs> right? I mean, seriously, you're fighting someone in a bare knuckle fight in in England, right? 
Yeah, not only am I just fighting somebody in bare knuckle fight, I'm fighting a legend in bare knuckle fighting, a guy who hasn't been beaten yet. Wow. Now, now, so when is this? And tell me how you're preparing for this and talk to me about this. Well, I tell you, it came up. I got to um, really start evaluating my health, start looking at some situations. I started feeling good. I got things fixed. And I was like, wow, this is a blessing, man, to be where I'm at right now and to have the opportunity that I have after all the things I've been through. I started looking at the bare knuckle. Uh, I got an offer. So I took that offer and I started looking around to see if it was going to be feasible. And as I looked, man, I started seeing all kinds of opportunities. I saw, I mean, everybody's watching Bare Knuckle. Everybody was looking and seeing this, uh, these type of fights. And I thought, you know what? If I could just, um, if I could just take this and bring it to where no holes barred was when it first started out, Bare Knuckle. And be able to do the same thing I did with that for bare knuckle. Because people originally went in and saw NHP because it was bare knuckle. It wasn't submissions. No one knew anything about that. The thing that drew them was like, whoa, these dudes are going to get in the ring and fight with no gloves. So I know that interest is there. I know that's what people want to watch. So I thought to myself, this is a great opportunity to step in on something in the beginning again and being in the forefront of something again and be able to raise it to a level of professionalism. Now, how are you? How are you training for this? Um, very carefully. <laughs> very, lots of movement and uh, don't get hit. I mean, I mean, I mean, are you are you at the gym every day with like bare knuckles? Like, I mean, yeah, like are you doing like the Jean Claude Van Damme thing where he sticks his fists in glass and just like grates his hand and like? Just, yeah. Did you, did you just quote Bloodsport? Really, yeah. That's what I do. I just walk down an alley at nighttime and say, okay, I take on all comers. Anybody want to go? And I got a guy walk with me and he starts the timer and we go five minutes. See if nice. I, can win. I actually believe that. Yeah, I, I, I honestly, <laughs> I, now, yeah. well, 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 good luck in this, man. Now, let's talk about, like, I was looking at, you, you, now, your first fight, right? Now, you, uh, you've had a tough, let's talk about some of the stuff you've been through. So, you grew up in Atlanta, right? Yeah. So you you grew up in Atlanta? Well, I mean, I didn't grow up there. I mean, I was born there. I was there for a short time, and uh, so I was probably about six, between six and seven, and then I moved to Napa, California. Napa, California, and uh, and you got off to a pretty rough start. You you got thrown out of schools. You got arrested when you were ten years old for robbery, uh, right? You were you were thrown stabbed. Stabbed. You were thrown in and out of boys clubs. Uh, I mean, I mean, out of a, out of a JV hall. You know, in and out, and then you were 13, and Bob Shamrock took you and took kind of took you under his wing. He did. He uh, he really um, took a, this this kid who had nothing but hatred and had no um, remorse uh, for any other human being. Um, I didn't have a love for life. I had no value for life, and I basically was living life um, day by day. I lived out of a car. And uh, I would be strong on robbery. I mean, I'm talking about a kid that is between 10 years old and 13 years old. And I lived out of a car, and I was stealing and ripping off places and, and getting stabbed and stabbing and um, at a very, very young age. And then he took me, and he was able to grab this kid and be able to see that there was a lot of anger and a lot of frustration and a lot of things going on with me and help me develop and put that anger into something positive, which for me was sports, he was able to take that anger and teach me how to play with the rules and be able to get that frustration and anger out by doing something good. A lot of other kids had the same kind of anger, but they were more interested in drawing pictures with 
you know, violent pictures, people's heads cut off by hatchets and holding on them with blood dripping out. And most people would look at that and go, oh, my goodness, this kid's sick. And the reality of it, the kid's just getting anger out of his body and he's trying to vent himself. Same thing when you talk about these rappers who are out there rapping and they're talking about deaths and guns and this and that. And if we'd all put it in perspective and realize that it's just a human being who is angry at the world that's venting in a way that he can't get in trouble. Can I ask a question? Do you think it, it, it made you focus the anger into a, You say it focused your anger into a, something more positive then. Like it, all yeah. of that anger and frustration you had, it made you like laser focus it to one thing that wouldn't get you in trouble as much. It made me popular. It made me famous and something that would have put me in prison. Now and then now now you were now you you were a, a, a star high school football player you were a star wrestler but then you broke your neck senior year yeah my senior year had everything rolling in the right direction uh, life was looking good I felt like I had this white picket fence with a family and a dog I mean everything was looking bright and then one second it was all just ripped away from me um, I had a broken neck. Um, uh, my scholarships were being yanked away from me. Um, the people that had taken me in the group home, they were getting divorced and uh, my world was just crashing and crumbling all around me, just going away. And I, well, I tell you, I, I, you know, I started going back into that same shell again, where it was more of like fending for myself. And I remember that, uh, my father had actually took me in and he said, listen, none of this is going to change with you know, our direction and what I'm doing for you. Yeah, there's a problem between uh, me and Mrs. Uh, uh, Shamrock, and, you know, those, that's our problem, and it's not yours, and that things will still move forward, and that you still have a home, and everything is still the same other than we've got to deal with this situation. And uh, you'll recover from this. And I remember what my neck was the least amount of my worries because, and the same as I am today, is that it, even with that broken neck, I believe in my mind that there was nothing that could stop me. I had a halo on my neck, and I was out playing basketball, and I even got into a fight and ripped the bolts out of my head. My mentality was that nothing could stop me, and nothing that was in my way or anything that was done to me, I feared nothing. And in a way, that was dangerous, but, but in a way, that's what made me who I am today was because there was no thought of a finish line. There was no thought of things that I could not do. I could do anything that I set my mind to, and I literally believed that. It was not a myth. It wasn't just a cliche. I believed it. Well, then you end up, I mean, it ended up, you know, you, you actually went to college. You played football in college. You got offered a tryout for the San Diego Chargers. But instead, you went into a pro wrestler, right? You became a, a pro wrestler over in, in uh, Japan. I did. Um, and I had, no, actually it was over in Mooresville, North Carolina with Nelson Royal and Gene Anderson. They had a club out there and uh, I ended up moving in that direction. And, uh, uh, and it was, it was a good decision. I believe now that I see everything that goes on and success that I had with the, the, me being able to control my destiny. Um, I, I really, uh, really enjoyed that move. And I learned a whole lot in the beginning. It was a little bit hard because I was more, uh, the aggressiveness and the anger and the intensity, but yet I could take that in my bumps and I could take it out in my acting. I could take it out in my emotional status, whatever I want to do, blow up, get angry, uh, whatever it is that I was doing in that, I could literally vent through that. And um, so I did very well with that. Um, and in a short amount of time, I mean, I captured uh, three different titles um, um, in the uh, small Atlantic uh, wrestling in that area uh, during that probably two to two and a half year stint there. 
Now, when you went over to uh, to uh, Japan and you did um, you you, you did uh, uh, pancreas. Now, you uh, your, your your first fight, you up against Don Nielsen, who was a karate champion. You took him down and submitted him to arm lock in forty five seconds. Now, where did you learn all these crazy ankle locks, arm locks? Where, where did you actually learn all that? Well, I learned that over in Japan. I uh, I remember when I did a tryout, I saw it on TV. I was doing pro wrestling uh, down in uh, in uh, in Mooresville, North Carolina. And a friend of mine, Dean Malenko, had showed me this videotape, and they were doing it at his dad's gyms. And Sami Saranaka was recruiting for Japan. And uh, they showed me this fight, and I was like, wow, man, that's just unbelievable. I mean, no one ever saw anything like that, where you got punching and kicking, and then they were taking you down, and they were doing drunk manipulations, and they'd stand back up and you fight some more. And I was like, dude, this is awesome. How do I do that? And so he hooked me up, sent me down there, did a tryout. I beat all the American guys that they were recruiting to go up there because that's just who I was. I was a fighter. Wait, but you were, and, uh, you were using and, pro wrestling moves? You were using pro wrestling moves in actual fights? No, dude. This was the real deal. I mean, this was the, the um, UWFI. Um, and I had the opportunity to go in there and actually kick some butt on doing this thing, especially during the tryouts. I mean, those were legitimately real to see whether or not you had what it takes to get in the ring with these bigger guys. Yeah. And... Uh, a month later, I was in Japan and did a tryout out there, and I fought the same two guys that I saw on a videotape. Got my butt handed to me and literally tapped out left to right. But um, I remembered when I was doing that, I was like, dude, this is legit. This is a real deal. And from that moment on, I was hooked. I mean, but was it more catch wrestling you were doing or more jiu-jitsu? Or... No, it was catch wrestling. There's no nice. question. Um, Carl Gotch actually was developing that style over there with the Japanese. And um, it was definitely catch wrestling. So, so, so you learned all this. So you were in Japan. I mean, you had high school wrestling experience, but, and you were just picking up all these catch wrestling moves. <laughs> yeah, I studied Muay Thai while I was there. Um, you know, that was the, 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 my choice for stand-up because I felt like that I was in more of a development for close in-combat fighting. And so I picked that up and be able to use it with my grappling, whereas, you know, um, nobody else really developed that style. You know, you watched me in the UFC. I was the very first one to have both stand-up and, and ground technique. And and uh, I really did saw early on, and I even made a comment in a couple of my early on interviews, which they play now, which no one really understood at the time, but they do now, was I basically told in that interview that if you don't know both stand-up and ground, you will not be able to compete in this. Yeah, and uh, they definitely proved that. I mean, I remember your first fight with Hoyce Gracie. Uh, now you think that when, now during that fight, you, you, you ended up losing that fight, but it was a, a weird fight because he wore a gi and you thought that your, your, the, your hand got caught in the gi, in his gi. Do you think the fight would have been different had that not happened? You no, know, well, I think the fight would have been different if I would have been able to wear my shoes. Um, mm. a lot of times I got caught when I was, you can even wow. see in some of the rewind when you watch it where I'm trying to get my grip, my foot and it's just slipping. And I couldn't really push off and get back to my knees again without exposing myself. And he was able to get top position from there. So, uh, yeah, it made a huge difference because I had never entered a ring without wrestling shoes on. And they took them away the day before saying that it was a weapon. But yet they let him wear a gi. And then I tried to question, well, what's the difference between my shoes and his gi? They're both weapons, aren't they? And they just ignored me. Oh. Wow. Um I know you just said you trained and you learned a lot of your stuff for catch wrestling in Japan. Uh, when did you start training with Eric Paulson? 
Oh, boy, I tell you, um, I had actually watched Eric early on in Japan where he was uh, in a couple of different tournaments down there. And, boy, what, a, what an impressive fighter he was. And I don't think he gets enough credit, man. No, he, he doesn't. He's, um, I've been training a lot with him this these last, like, six to eight months. And, yeah, yeah he just, tremendous. yeah, he, his outlook on the whole fight, fighting business is really, really awesome. I was just curious, uh, did he change your game up a little bit more? Like, did he give you more of a catch wrestling style? Well, no, I mean, I already had that. I think me and him kind of came from the same background. I mean, right. uh, we both were in Japan. We both studied almost a similar type styles. He was more of a stand-up guy at that time um, and developed his ground game to be tremendous where it is today. But um, my ground game actually came from more of the catch wrestling. I believe his comes more of catch wrestling, but he also has a real strong uh, foundation for jiu-jitsu because he does work a lot from his back, whereas I... And catch wrestling, a lot of us like to work more from the top position. Right. So, um, but uh, he is tremendous. I did bring him in. The problem when I brought him in was is that I was not where I needed to be to be able to benefit from his teachings. I was in really bad shape. I had a lot of issues, which I didn't know at the time. But now that I've fixed those and I'm in a better better way, um, I have a clear understanding of what, why, and 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 the reason why I couldn't do the things I needed to do. So um, I really didn't get to benefit a whole lot from what I had in there. And he was teaching tremendous things, but I just wasn't capable to be able to keep moving forward and catch up to him. Well, he still considers you one of the greatest fighters, so <laughs> just letting you know that. Yeah, yeah, he's a he, – and again, like I said, as, as a fighter, I respected him and what he was able to accomplish down there. I don't think he gets enough credit for what he's done, and I believe that he's probably one of the best coaches in the world right now. Yeah, no, I agree. Can I? I wanted to ask you. You said that you you used Muay Thai. Was it hard to to you know transition into using Muay Thai because it's there's it, a lot of specific moves in that, or did you just pick it up right away? No, I actually picked it up right away. In fact, because wow. I fought a Muay Thai fight, um, you know, probably six months after I started uh, training, and I fought a ex world champion, uh, uh, Logman Frank Logman. Wow, uh, it's monster. <laughs> Well, that's monster, wasn't man. The, wasn't the smartest move in the world, but um, <laughs> I held my own for three rounds, and then he ended up breaking his hand on my head, and he started to kick me, and that was a mistake because I was fine as long as he was aiming for my head and was doing great kicks every now and then, but when he hurt his hand, he started focusing on the legs, dropped me in the third round, and I couldn't get off. Now, uh, that first fight, back to, back to the first fight with Ho- Hoist Gracie, now you, you, you tapped, the ref didn't see the tap, and they were going to let it go, but then you admitted, no, I really tapped. Did you kind of, like, regret that or looking back? No, 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 no. I don't regret that. And that, was, um, that was really honest of he you. He caught me. I tapped. I regret that I tapped. <laughs> but I don't regret that I said what I said because, I mean, the reality of it is, is that I tapped. I knew I tapped. I didn't want to tap, but it, I did. And they asked when I did, and I'm... I'm honest, even at times where it hurts me or hurts other people. I, I am an honest guy, and I'll tell you. And sometimes I probably shouldn't I should keep my mouth closed, but, but that's just who I am, and that's how I grew up. Uh, your word is your bond, and, that, and then your honor, and that's, that's what you can control. Nice. And so when they asked me, I told them. I told them exactly what happened. Nice. Now, the second fight with Hoist, uh, you know, this was a, a whole different fight. Now, they, it was supposed to be no time limits. They tell you the day of the fight, it's going to be 30 minutes. Now, how how pissed were you when that happened? Oh, pretty pretty pissed. Um, <laughs> I, I was because I had trained for a three-hour fight, 
my whole concept uh, going into fighting hoist was uh, to wear him out and get him exhausted to where he couldn't lift his legs. That's why I was working his body. It was working his head. Everything was methodically slow, controlling his hips, following his hips, not letting him move, not letting him breathe, keeping my weight on him, and just wearing him out so his legs would drop and I would be able to just beat on him and do what I wanted to him and to prove a point that it's not about the style. The style has something to do with it, but it's the athlete that is in the style, um, that it's not Gracie Jiu-Jitsu that is the dominant style in the world. There's all kinds of different styles that match up to that. Um, and I wanted to show the world that he, they're not the best conditioned athletes. It is the athlete that is the best conditioned athlete, not some style, not some system, and not some person. And I wanted to, I wanted to show that. I wanted to wear him out. And then I wanted to submit him. I wanted to choke him out with his own move. Um, and I had set that up by having at least pushing it to a three-hour fight. However long I needed to go to wear him out to where I could just play with him in my hand. as putty. And I literally, when I went in the fight and they changed it, I couldn't change my game plan 24 hours before. So I thought to myself, well, 30 minutes, that's, that's still a good, good amount of time. I'll just pick up the pace on my body shots. I'll pick up the pace on my movement. And uh, I'll, try to, I'll try to increase the, the pressure on him by dropping my uh, elbows on his hips and his stomach to make him breathe hard. And as you watch the fight unfold, you could see my plan starting to unfold. You could see him not being able to move so well and slow down. And uh, it just, we just, I think if we had one more round, I would have been able to do the things that I wanted to do. Now, I mean, a lot of people consider you the winner of the fight. Uh, now, afterwards, were you, were you a single guy? Were you walking around Japan? Was it just Japanese tail thrown at here you? Here we go. This is classic Adam right here. <laughs> How'd you turn How it How much pussy did you have while I mean, you were in Japan? I mean, come on, seriously. Let him answer. Let him answer. Let him answer. It didn't have the Karate Kid ending. <laughs> no, come on. I mean, you're, you, I mean, you just, obviously, a lot of people thought you, you beat the, the most, the greatest Every guy, time. the greatest fighter ever, ever. And then, are you, I mean, you're, are you single? Or is it Japanese orgies? What's going on? Tell me, tell us the truth. <laughs> Well, trust me, man. I said I lived a I lived a life in which uh, probably wasn't the most healthiest for a fighter. So um, yeah, there were things that uh, that I had to as I more got more mature and things and had to develop and and uh, and become a a, 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 a man. Oh, that was the um, most evasive. That. that was the most evasive answer. Come on, I'm mean, so right. So all right. So you leave yeah, that night, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, that's probably as much as you're gonna get. <laughs> no, here. This I is how you have to ask him, boy. Adam. I played around a lot. I did things I shouldn't have done. But I've grown up since then. I see the light. <laughs> no, no, wait, wait, wait. Did you really enjoy the Japanese culture while you were over there? Is yeah. what he's I trying really to say. Did, did really you really did. enjoy and the I Japanese part? Enjoyed it so much, four times over again. So okay, so how many girls in one night? Oh are, we, are, we, are we talking about three, three a night? Was it four a night? Let, uh, let's just say it was more than I should have had. I think one sufficient. <laughs> <laughs> Any more than that is really just a waste. Did, did you have the world's most dangerous penis? Uh, honestly, was that no? Hello? Uh, more world's most dangerous. What? Penis. Did you, did you walk around uh, Japan with the world's most... <laughs> he said penis. <laughs> he said penis. You did. Yeah, wow. I, 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 like, I like to think I never had... I, I've never really had a problem in that area, so I've never had any complaints, so I just like to think I'm doing all right. All right. I don't think you've ever been asked, have you ever had the world's most dangerous penis, but Adam apparently... <laughs> yeah, that's needed, a yeah, first. That's that the first, first time I've ever heard anybody the ask world. that. <laughs> yeah, well, listen, I got... I, listen, I, like I said, I've never had any complaints, but I sure got the hips 
to go with it. <laughs> nice. That's hey, that's that's important. That's right, Marina. <laughs> Super important. <laughs> All right. Now your fights. Now your 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 fights with 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 Dan Severn, right? Now, were you that you took down Dan Severn, who was at one point was one of the best wrestlers in the world? Were you were you actually surprised that you were able to take him down? No, no. Uh, listen, um, I countered him. Uh, it wasn't like I did a uh, takedown on him and took him down straight up. Uh, he was, he had to make the move, and then when he made the move, I was able to counter him. I was able to get him and, and, and take him down. So, um, yeah. And in MMA, is different when you're when you're that kind of a wrestler. Uh, there are a lot of things that are different, but if you try to just single up, stand up, and take a guy down like that, you're going to get your butt handed to you. So uh, there's ways that you can take, and you see it over and over again with Olympic guys coming in and being on their back because uh, grapplers understand that, listen, I'm not going to shoot and take this guy down, but, but I can definitely set him up with some punches, get him to shoot, be able to counter him and get him down. Now, uh, yeah, now, now you're, and your war with Don Fry, by the way, was one of the greatest fights I've ever seen. That was a that was a crazy fight. Now, how much did that take out of you? I mean, Don Fry said he was never the same fighter after that fight. Yeah, I'll tell you, that was a great fight. It was a great opportunity. We got to really cross over from Japan to the, to the States. That was one of the bigger fights for, for both areas. And uh, they have a guy like uh, Don Fry and myself to be able to step in there with the heat that we had and be able to go out and put it on the line. And really, I think, just... Uh, this really had one of the greatest fights uh, that you could possibly have competitive-wise. Um, but, uh, you know, then the biggest thing to me was after the fight was over that we were able to put aside our differences and be able to congratulate one another for our efforts. Yeah, that, cool. that, was, that was cool. Yeah, because there was a lot of shit going on. Now, were you able to do that with Tito? I know you and Tito Ortiz have that... that you guys had some bad blood like I've never seen. But Tito had bad blood with everybody. Yeah. I mean, so. <laughs> no, he did. He, he, he was a. You know, I'll tell you now, when he starts to dig a grave after he beats somebody, man, you, you should do that before you beat him. Yeah. Yeah, I know that. And then whole, the whole thing with him, you know, wearing the shirts, saying, uh, saying the, the, uh, the, uh, with the uh, t shirts. Um, I mean, was that. Are, are, you, are you and Tito cool now? Is, it, are, is that something yeah, you regret? Yeah, yeah, we're good. Listen, Tito's the same thing I was, and maybe a lot of fighters are when you first start out. You you think you own the world. Uh, all the girls are in your pocket. You got all the money you want. Everybody wants to be you. And, you know, it's hard to keep that ego under control. And, uh, you know, he's down the road a bit now. And he understands, uh, that, you know, life's different. And he appreciates the fans. And so, you know, like I said, I think all of us who uh, have that um, – that opportunity to be one of the best in the world and be dominant uh, during that time, it's really hard at times to keep your ego in check. But the, the smart ones realize that, you know, this is just, it's not real. So you're not the king of the world and you're not going to stay on top forever. And, uh, and, and the people around you are, are human and, and they have feelings also. And you can't just keep stepping on everybody. So, but what he's wearing a, a gay Metzger shirt. Uh, <laughs> and how, 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 how pissed were you? Wow. Uh, yeah, I was uh, very angry. If I could have got a hold of him right then, I probably would have hulked out on him. Yeah. So, we, like, right now, if you saw him, like, yeah. if you, you wouldn't push him in front of a train. Yeah, I'd have been pulling his teeth. Yeah, see, <laughs> yeah it's because he... He was kind of a dick. Oh, kind of a dick. Uh, I mean, he was. Of, I mean, he, but he was a. He but he could sell a fight. I mean, he could sell a fight, but he was he was playing being a dick. It was a little too yeah, much. Yeah, there's like too I much. Said, there's things top. you do, but like I said, I think that we. 
all of us have different types of personalities and some lines that we cross when we're at that spot. Because really, let's look at it, man. I mean, like, we're on top of the world. There's nobody that can touch us during those times. We're like it. And, I mean, that's a hard beast to get under control when you're not, when you come from nothing, really, and you're not anybody. And all of a sudden, the next thing you know, you stand on top of the world and everybody wants to be you. That's a that's a that's a hard beast to conquer. Yeah, well, I mean, you, I mean, you conquered it many times. I mean, you, you, I mean, you've. What, was that, what, what sucks with you is that in your prime, right? Even like that, the one fight with Dan Severn, the second fight. I mean, you, you're fighting in Michigan at the time. They tell you before the fight, if you punch him with a closed fist, you're going to get arrested because they were trying to right. ban the right. the, uh, the uh, UFC in that. So I mean, yeah. so I mean, after that fight, you, you took four years off, right? You said, you know what, fuck this, I'm taking four years off, and you went into pro wrestling. You got a thing, but that that was your prime. Do you, do you sometimes yeah. feel like you got robbed of your prime? Um, no, you know, I mean, no. Uh, I feel blessed to be able to have the time that I had, no question. And I mean, I, like I said, I look back on it, and it's been even now where I'm at now. I mean, I'm still out there fighting and still having fun. And uh, I still, uh, as, uh, as, as, as Dana doesn't say, I, I am still relevant and it's, it's, it's fun for me and I'm enjoying it. And, um, I'm, I'm later in life right now and, and still, uh, have the opportunity to go out there and fight in front of fans and be able to entertain them. So, you know, I, I don't feel robbed. I feel like I've been blessed. Yeah. You have been blessed. Now, how old are you now? I'm going to be 51 in February. So you're going to be 51 years old, right? You, right. You, you've made some money. You won the UFC. You did all this stuff. I mean, is there a, and you're still going to fight in a bare knuckle fight? Is there a part of you that's like, man, what, what the fuck? What, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? Here we go. No, man. In fact, is I'm saying to myself, wow, why not? I mean, like we live one time, and if I could tell somebody, listen, what do you want to do in life? I mean, if you if you could do whatever you want to do, what would it be that you would do, and how long would you do it? And a lot of people will tell you, listen, man, I'd like to do this, and I'd like to do it until the day I die. I don't want to just sit on the couch and die. I want to be able to do something and be entertained and have fun. And when someone asks me, that's what I want to do. I mean, I'm not doing this because I need money. I mean, obviously, people go, oh, you're doing it for the money. Yeah, I'm doing it for the money. I did it when I was young. I did it for the money. Come on, but I love what I'm doing. You're a but, fighter. Um, That's I'm it. not going to sit on a couch because everybody else says I'm too old. I say when I'm too old. I say when I've had enough. I say when time's up. I say when I don't want to fight anymore. That's when it's up. That's what's up, man. Hey, I got nothing but respect for you. I mean, nothing but respect for you, Ken. You have no idea. The fact that you came on the podcast is like... Honestly, yeah. Um, uh, if I have sex tonight, I'm gonna be thinking about you. I mean, not 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 like a, not, See, not like a gay way. But, but, wow, I don't even know how to take that. Shit. Not, not in a gay way, but, but just just the fact that you an inspiration, an inspiration way. Like I'm telling you, not 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 in a no, and not in a gay way. Just in a, like a yeah. Like, you're not supposed to think of yeah. men. I'm actually you're you. gonna do bare knuckle. I'm gonna hit a girl raw tonight. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm gonna have a bear. Just like whatever you do, just make sure you do me right. Don't don't, don't embarrass me. No, absolutely not. No. I'm I'm gonna I'm 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 doing a bear tonight. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm no 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 condom. This one's for you, Ken. Yeah, yeah. this one's for you. Ken. All right, all right. Listen, I'm game with that. Make sure you videotape it and put it on Facebook. <laughs> <will you>? Absolutely, <laughs> uh, absolutely, man. Oh, so so Ken Shamrock, you know, you're actually uh, we got a couple announcements for you. By the way, we uh, you're actually going to be uh, with uh, Sean, right? Sean yes. Sean Jacoby. Uh, you're going. He told me to say, Ken's still on for Tuesday. 
Thanks so much. Uh, you're going to be signing something, right? You're going to be... Hello? Hello? Yeah, yeah. You're going to be at a, a sports memorabilia show, right? With... Uh, yes, yeah. Uh, let's talk about that for a second. Okay. Because uh, he, t- he told me to mention it. Uh, hold on one sec. Uh, Sean... You're gonna be. You can meet. You can meet Ken Shamrock. Uh, uh, guys, keep. keep, keep uh, do you have any more questions for him? While I find this. Oh. <laughs> no, oh. Yeah, yeah. He's finding the question. No, no. I'm finding out where he's gonna be, but to, oh. to talk to Ken. Okay. Well, that. what are your daily activities nowadays? Yeah, I can't hear you. What's that? I said, what are your daily activities nowadays? Now that you're the, like, I'm pretty sure you think about fighting all day, every day, but I know you have to kind of take it easy a little bit. Yeah. Or is yeah, like every I mean, day intense like, for you? Even, yeah, I, even when I'm in bed, you know, I mean, I roll around, I think about fighting. I use a guard position. I use a triangle choke. I use leg locks. <laughs> and you're alone you in your I, bed while you're yeah, doing no, Yeah, even when I'm alone, I do it with my pillow. I also do it with my wife. I mean, come on, man. It's like every single day I'm thinking about submission. Awesome. Um, are yeah, you doing any so, more professional wrestling in Japan? Like anytime what's soon? That? Are you interested in doing any more professional wrestling in Japan? Yeah, you know, for me, I'm always looking for the next venture. Um, but really, I'm looking for more stuff that's more edgy, more like new. So you yeah, would, but if that comes along and I'm not doing anything, yeah, for sure, I'm you, you would, in being able to compete and entertain the fans. Did you say more edgy? Really? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> more yeah. edgy than bare knuckle fighting. <laughs> yeah, I'm it? thinking maybe the next venture is going to be jumping out of a plane with a parachute on and see if you can choke the other guy out. See which can pull the parachute first. Wow. Nice. Uh, okay then. I would, I would I would watch that. I would definitely watch that. I would totally watch that. <laughs> well, all right. So here you are. So we so, land on that. Plus you'd be in the water. So <laughs> I don't really feel you guys. Right. Well, maybe. Oh, that's maybe. Really hard too. So Ken is going to be signing March 27th at uh, San, San Jose at WrestleCon.com. You're going to be there with Jeff Hardy, Rob Van Dam, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, Val Venus, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, Vader, Bret Hart, Lita, Demolition, and more. You're going to be so, there with Lita? Yep, March, 20, what? March 27th in San Jose. Oh, at, my God. At yeah. WrestleCon. So you guys can see it. Where is that? It's in San Jose, San Jose. March 27th. At WrestleCon.com. So, uh, Ken, where can people find you? Um, actually, I've got my website, KeepShamrock.com. Um, I have all my Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all my stuff, all my Instagrams, all that stuff's on there, all my social media. But the good thing is, is because uh, this is a great journey for me. I want my fans to follow me. Uh, I have a blog on there where I write once a week. I show pictures of my training, videos of my training. Um, they can go to KeepShamrock.com, go to the contact page. They can be able to make comments on my training or, or, or just uh, be in a conversation with me. I do it every week because I want my fans to be able to go on this journey with me and have fun. Well, thank you, That's Ken. Awesome. It's a, you, you are a legend amongst legends. Uh, so take care, buddy, and have a great rest of the day. Thank you so much. Definitely. All right, you guys. Awesome. Uh, have a blessed day. All right, bye. Bye-bye. All right, Ken, Ken Shamrock. Shamrock. That's uh, you, more edgy. That was the craziest <laughs> shit I ever heard, man. Good for him. I, mean, I was thinking he was like gardening on his free time or something, <laughs> like, like doing nah. something therapeutic. He's like, nah, I'm gonna jump out of a plane and show people. I'm yeah, sure, I'm, let's I'm, do I'm that. practicing moves on my wife. You know, just like oh, on my pillow, get and her my wife. Heel lock, practicing oh, moves. Oh, on oh. That's crazy. I'm, I think I'm, 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 I'm gonna watch the bare knuckle fighting. You? I've, I've watched it, and we, in fact, I pulled it up just yeah. now, and yeah. I've, I've watched. I've it. seen. There's a documentary out there too. There is no technique. Really? No. no. It's not. I, they just I, go. They just go. Like, you won't see, like, some really, you know, sharp 
jabs. It's just basically I'm just going to. But try. you can do submissions, right? Or is it just boxing? no? It's no, just, it's not. No, it's, it's just, just bo- it's it, just boxing. It's just boxing. Yes, it's just boxing. But it's not even. I mean, it's it's like no body, not a lot of body shots. Mm-mm. Like not not a lot of body shots. There's hardly any blocking. Yeah, you know, you no blocking. Just it's just straight. Bah bah. Whoever can take the yeah. most skull crushing. Wow. And I, I've watched it a couple of times, and part of me's like, okay, I watched it, and part of me's like, yeah, but I, 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 this is the old me. I need to see some technique. I need to Man. see something. I'm gonna watch it. I mean, I, you know what? He makes a very good point. I mean, he's better than staying on his couch. This is what he wants to do. He wants to do. It's just, you know, when you turn 51, I bet you're gonna want to be doing shows all the time. Yeah, I know, but I'm not getting punched in the face. I know, with but bare you're, knuckles. but you're, but that's what you're passionate. That's about. what your passion is. Like your passion like, is comedy. His passion is fighting. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna think about fighting even when he's 75. You're right. No, you're right. Yeah, I, I, but I, like he said, a very it, strong case. He said it reminded it, me of that, 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 like Rocky and Rocky Balboa at the end when Rocky went in front of the people. It was like, look, you can't tell me yeah. that I can't fight and blah 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 blah. Yeah, but he he said the same thing we were talking about earlier about. The fact that you can't tell somebody when to retire, you can't tell somebody yeah. if that's yeah. what they like. I knew I wasn't inherently a fighter because I stopped and was like, no problem. Yeah. I didn't think about it. Like I watch other people go. I'm impressed by them, but I was like, yo, I can't. Right. I physically couldn't take it. That's why they're like in coaching nowadays. Like you really, there's people who tell you what to do, and then there's people who guide you with the decisions you make in your career. Right. There's a real distinct difference. Well, I was going. I wanted. That was telling you. I wanted to ask yeah. you. What is it that like makes you like? What's that fire for you? What is it for that? Me? Yeah. Um. Like, because there's always there's something that what makes ma- me fight. What gets me up in the morning to want to go train and train and get knocked around. It's, un- and, it's for hours. It, it's. And, it's a personal battle. It's a. I'm doing something that I'm terrified of. I'm terrified of fighting. I face my fear every single day. Wow. Every single day. And getting pushed and breaking those walls, learning things about yourself. People don't. That's why people choose mediocre lives because they don't want to. They don't really want to know anything about themselves. You know, like they want to live in that comfort. I'm. I'm always pushing the comfort in my life. You know, I'm doing things that I'm afraid to do. I'm doing things that I think I'm not going to be good at, but. Fuck it. I'm just going to try. You love it? Yeah. You absolutely. So that's actually, that's cool shit. That's same with comedy. Stand-up comedy, I'm up there and I'm like, there's nothing. I don't, I'm like, I don't want to get off stage right now because my life's going to suck as soon as I get off stage. Well, no, yeah. stand-up <laughs> took the place of, for me, took the place of that. Yeah. Because the only reason I did it, it was I tried it and I was actually really good at it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I'm good at this. But it wasn't like, I did it because I was good at it. Yeah. Not because I was like, oh, I want to get punched in the face. Right. It was more like, oh, I'm pretty good. And then they kept, uh, the coach was like. You should do this, man. Speaking of a guy who's pretty good, we're going to call Michael Chandler right now. And, <laughs> nice uh, little uh, yeah, uh, relay there. there. Well, no, he, he, I wanted to know. No, he, just, he, he just texted me saying, are we still on? That's why I was oh. like, yes. yeah, yeah. Sham- Shamrock, that was, it was a good interview. Barely would. Yeah. yeah. He, he's like, yeah, I'm going to jump out of a plane and choke somebody the out. The world's most dangerous penis. <laughs> that was hilarious. I asked if he had that. Hey, Michael Chandler. What's up, dude? What's up, man? You're with oh. Shang and Marina on the MMA Roasted Podcast. But sorry, we were talking to Ken Shamrock, and he was telling us about it. He's got a bare-knuckle fight coming up, and uh, he was telling us about that. How are you? Uh, good, man. Just uh, driving home. Nice. In uh, sunny San Diego. Nice. Is, you, is your sunroof down? Seems like a lot of wind. A lot of wind. There's, in a, lot, the... there's a lot of wind in the background. 
Are you in like a, a Flintstone car? Or? Hey, let me fix I fixed it for you. Is that oh. okay? Yes, yes. How are you? Good. Don't mind him. He's being a little bitch today. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, I, I know. You're, you're, you're being a little high maintenance right now. Uh, that, sorry about that. A now, lot, a lot, a lot. Now, a lot. Michael came to my show with his wife, who is smoking hot. And normally I say guys have hot wives, and I'm, I'm lying. But, like, he, <laughs> this dude legitimately has a fucking smoking hot wife. Good work on that, man. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know how you start off with good, good luck, man. No, good, I said good work. Good work. Yeah, yeah. that's good work. Yeah, his but, wife is smoking yeah. hot, and she seems pretty cool, too. But you act like he's a mud duck or something. He's a good-looking guy. Sort of. Why? Why? No, no <laughs> I'm saying you're I'm not, no homo. I'm just saying no homo, man. I'm just saying you're a good-looking guy. I can see you scooping, you know, top-tier tail. Yeah, because, well, he's, he's definitely top-tier right. tail. Yeah. So, um, so that makes sense. So so what's that's going good. on? So, so Chandler, how's everything going? How's what's you got, you got a fight coming up in Bellator? Talk, talk to us. Uh, life is good. Yeah, I I, uh, I don't have anything scheduled as of now. Definitely looking to get back in the cage probably late March, early April. Um, yeah, just get things going, get better, uh, get back in the cage and beat somebody up. Now you've been in like four wars in a row. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. the, the Eddie Alvarez, the Will Brooks that one wars, was the uh, flat out war. All great fights. I thought you won the second Eddie Alvarez fight. Uh, the 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 the, uh, the Will Brooks fight. The first one was very close. The second one was crazy. Uh, can we talk about that? Like when he hit you, did you know, did you know where you were? Because it looked like you had just, it looked like you had just sort of like woke up and then saw a black guy trying to beat you up, uh, and you were like, "What the fuck's going on right now? Why I got to be a black guy, man?" Because the guy was black. <laughs> I guy. know exactly. <laughs> I'm, jo- I'm joking. Man. Uh, yeah, you know, it was it was weird. I, you know, I think he uh, he kind of caught me on the temple there, and you know, I I don't I don't really remember. You know, I, I saw when I when I look back on the the replay or whatnot. You know, I was kind of looking; my hands were in the air, like I was looking for something, trying to trying to grab something, or you know, lost that spatial uh, awareness, I guess. And uh, yeah, and then the next thing I know, the fight's over. So it was it was definitely different. Um, but there's a million ways, uh, a million crazy things that can happen in a fight, and uh, that was one of them. So uh, it's time to get back to the drawing boards and, and get back in there and get a win. Now, when, like now, when that happens, are you is like your wife saying to you, "Hey, honey, you know maybe that may, you know maybe the fighting thing." Like, are, are you kind of like watching that back? Must have been a crazy experience, no? Uh, a little bit, but I mean, I think you get just desensitized to it. You know, I mean, I think it would have been a lot worse had I been completely knocked out. You know, stiff body. You know, grinding my teeth. That would have been a lot worse. You know, and you see those all the time. You see those every weekend in fights. And yeah, mine was just a little bit of uh, you know almost dazed. I guess you know. So I mean, it wasn't. I mean, to me, it's, there's no concerns. Obviously, I haven't. I just now started sparring again. Um, you know, like a week or two ago, and you know, just trying to trying to take precautionary measures to make sure I can prolong the career as much as possible. So, um, you know, getting better without taking a lot of damage is, is the goal right now. And obviously, once I get into the training camp and you pick up the sparring, you pick up all the all the hard work. Uh, things get more intense, but I definitely took an adequate amount of time off, and she's not worried about it. She she's behind me 100 percent and supports everything I do, so it's all good. Can I, I was going to ask you: does, when situations that happen like that, does that just put more of a fire under your ass where you go, "Okay, fuck it, that was then, and now I'm going to go back in the gym and and like correct some mistakes and then really come back harder"? Yeah, yeah, it does. I mean, my you know the last the last couple of fights have been different weird ups and downs and, and all that kind of stuff so it's just it's all about just keeping the faith keeping keeping a positive attitude and and really just keep keep 
keep the motivation and keep that hunger to, to get better and constantly seeking, um, you know, ways to improve my game, whether it be different techniques or whether it be cleaning up things, whether it be, um, you know, just refining different aspects of my game, different directions that I want to go. And, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm more motivated than more motivated than I've ever been. I have not at all lost any confidence or lost any steam or anything. Um, still, still be able to be, be the best lightweight in the world. And, um, you know, my next fight is the next opportunity to prove that. I mean, your fights have been amazing. I mean, you start off your career, you were what, like 12 and 0, 15 and 0. Uh, yeah, you, you were just, a, you're a monster. I mean, you, you got a great pe- wrestling pedigree background. I mean, you, you were teammates with Tyron Woodley and Ben Askren. Uh, both both good guys. How do you, now talk to us about Ben Askren? Because I I mean he's such a he's such a strange guy. Where he, that was he, nice, strange. He, well, strange is a good word. Odd. Very good way to. He's odd. He's obviously one of the best fighters in the world. Uh, but he tells Dana White he call he calls him a fat bald old guy, and that's the reason he's not in the UFC. Have you told, have you said to him, hey, listen, maybe you shouldn't call the guy that you wants to hire you a fat bald guy? No, uh, honestly. I mean, I, I haven't, I have the kind of confidence in Ben that everything he's ever done, he's been successful at, you know? So if he thinks, uh, you know, he, he, he's probably playing that, that bad guy role. Cause at the end of the day, we all know this is a business and it doesn't matter, uh, whether certain people don't like you, even, even the people that are in charge, if they don't like you, if you'll still make the money or you'll still, you know, uh, bring attention to their brand, they don't, it doesn't matter how bad their feelings get hurt. They're still going to hire you. So, uh, I think that's kind of the route he's going. He's, you know, I think people appreciate that he's not afraid to stand up to certain yeah. people. People appreciate he's not afraid to say funny, you know, <laughs> kind of low blows like that. So yeah. it's uh, it's part of his brand. It's part of his, uh, I guess, his his image and, and who he is. And it, it really is 100 percent who Ben Askren is. He's not, you know, he's, not, he's not putting it on. Different? No, no, not at all. I mean, he's been like that. His, you know, the entire time that i've known him over the last decade you know he says what's on his mind he's not afraid to call people out he's not afraid to call it how it is so you got to respect that now he says he doesn't wear deodorant does he smell like shit come on t- tell us the truth <laughs> no he no he smells fine actually you know he just uh i don't know why he doesn't but he smells fine he like, i was telling you at your show yeah but, yeah <laughs> now uh, exactly now another thing i gotta ask you is uh now bellator they've really like like improve their uh which i think it improved like having like the fire people singing and rappers come out with everybody and that like that ramp what's your boards and like yeah yeah, now what's your thing gonna be my thing like as far as like like when you come out to the cage have you thought about like having a rapper or like a a little person or something or like Uh, (laughs) some jugglers or some shit i don't don't think so i i haven't really thought much about it uh but i definitely you know, when I was I was the the co-main event on the card, and I saw, you know, people were walking out with dancers, and King Mo had like four girls or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, nobody talked to me about anything <laughs> about the walkout. They better not be having some weird thing. You know, I better not be having no girls walk out with me or no, like you said, you know, a rapper or anything like that because I, you know, that's just not my style, I guess. So I haven't really thought about it, but no, I, I think mine's going to be pretty normal. There's going to be some music. I'm going to walk out. I'm going to walk through the cage like I always do. Uh, and go uh, get into a fist fight. I mean, that, that's the thing. Like I, I told you before, like, you're a hard guy to roast because you're a very, very nice guy. You know, you you're, you seem like a pretty like a pretty straight shooter. But you think that kind of hurts you in MMA a little bit? That like 
you, you, you're not like this Conor McGregor type guy, or or you're not a chill, or you're not a this, or even a King Mo, or people are like, oh, that's the guy. You think that sort of in some ways it, it becomes the entertainment factor is missing? Yeah, I do. You know, and I'm not, but I'm not afraid to say that, and I'm not afraid to just stick to who I am too. You know, at the end of the day, it's, um, you know, it, it's about what you feel is right, what you feel comfortable with, what you, who who you are, and 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 what your true uh, you know, what your true brand is, not, not the brand that you want to portray. And, you know, I, I definitely, you know, not afraid to, to speak my mind. I'm definitely not afraid to have an opinion because that, that shows maturity and it shows, um, that you're confident in yourself and, and, and who you are. But, you know, I, I don't like to, like to be that guy really. You don't um, like to talk smack or you don't think that talking shit about other people makes your marketing go up. Cause that's what it seems it, like it is does. going. It does. Yeah. Yeah, it does. No, and that's that's why I'm saying I, I I'm not a, I'm not afraid to admit that that does, but that you know that's not you. That just kind of not me. Yeah, you know. What about having like your wife in like a bondage outfit or something, and then like you she leads you to the cage, but, like with like a yeah, because that's a great idea. No, no, because yeah. you do yeah, see that's, you seem... that's a wonderful idea. That I think that'll really draw the fans. Yeah, that that's <laughs> that's be, what they be, and wouldn't wouldn't cause any tension in our house. <laughs> no, because you seem a little kind of whipped. I mean, your wife's pretty hot, but she's like she's the kind of girl that control. So maybe maybe she's like leading yeah, you to right. the cage, like you have like a ball and chain or something, and she's leading you, and like you can't no. talk or no. He's like, no, that no, won't work for him. He's good if right at there, any time you feel like you want to hang up, I will totally understand. No, no come on. No. <laughs> Somebody reach over and smack him. <laughs> oh, no, my God. No, we got to think of a gimmick for you, man. But but what a, the gimmick should be the fighting. It, not the, not I a agree, gimmick. I agree. But, I agree, but, I think, but it's funny. Not every fighter wants or needs a gimmick. I, absolutely right. I but think he, their fighting he, should be the talking. badass. He doesn't need a gimmick. But, that, but that's why it'd be funny for him because he's such a nice guy. We got to think of something. Maybe like a clown outfit. Want to have a, a juggling? Are no? you going to dress up as a clown for him? Yes, yes. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you could be my clown. <laughs> a big, a big rainbow colored fro and, a, and, and big, some big shoes and a red nose. Onk, onk, onk. I'm in. Me and you, and Shag. Yeah, three I'll of us. Yeah, two no. of us. Me uh, and Shag will be no, clowns. I'm good. No, I'm good. All right. All right. No, all right. But all right. Uh, fighters like that, if they don't back it up, it makes them look worse to me. Like I've seen, like McGregor right now, he's backing up some of the shit he's doing. Yeah. But most of them, like mm-hmm. Chael, did a lot of that talking shit, and he got his ass whooped. Yeah, yeah, but so, he's the American gangster. I mean. Yeah, yeah but but I'm saying is if you can't back up all that shit you're talking, yeah. it makes you look goofy to me. To me, I'm saying. It, mm. right. No, I agree, and I, I think that's the general consensus too with the general public. If it's you know, it, it's cool while it lasts. Like you know, Angela Magana was like get exposed. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can get exposed, and in and, and this, you can get exposed by anybody. Like, yeah. You know, somebody can knock you out, and, and so, you know, talking all that shit might make you look worse, especially afterwards. Mm-hmm. So who do you want to fight next? Uh, whoever. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't really have anybody on my, in, in my mind. Um, you know, obviously, I, I want it to be somebody who's, you know, who's who's up there and who, you know, will come in and fight and, you know, put on a good show. Um, and, and give me a good test, but you know I don't have anybody in my mind. You know I'm just focused on myself right now, getting better in a lot of areas, and uh, I want to go out there and get a nice finish for the next fight. Nice. Now, I, I by the way, you're, I uh, love your team of you and Cruz and uh, uh, Jeremy Stevens wow. and Gustafson and uh, all the and uh, Luke 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 Barnott's down there. Uh, Wilson Hayes. I mean, you guys got a good alliance. Is, uh, you guys are doing really good. I mean, you have a good solid group of people. Uh, who who are your favorite guys to train with? Who who's the real dick that you hate? Which wasn't in camp? Talk to us. Uh, 
I don't, I don't really have anybody that I hate. You know, I know. Uh, I was kidding. I'm just kidding. All the, all the guys around my way, like Miles, Jerry is a good, great training partner for me. Jeremy's a great training partner. Um, you know, Dominic has, has been, you know, for my last camp, he was healthy. So he, you know, we did a little work together and, and that kind of stuff. And he's a genius when it comes to fighting. Um, you know, there's just a lot of guys around my weight. And then there's a lot of bigger guys that I don't necessarily go with um, physically. But, you know, mentally and, and kind of just the talks and the, all the all the ideas and all the all the um, just kind of bouncing stuff off of each other. It's a, it's a good team. Great coaches, obviously, with Neil Morantz on the ground and Eric and Adrian on with on the feet um, and the striking and stuff. We got a we got a good thing going, so it's cool. Any crazy gym stories about a guy who walked in and tried to test you, and then you just <laughs> fucking knocked him the fuck out? Uh, no. <laughs> He's like, no, 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 that hasn't happened. No, that'd be cool if it did, though. <laughs> I feel that, like he, yeah. That has that ever cool. happened to you outside of you know outside of the gym where? Guys are like automatically because they know you're a fighter talking shit and feel like they want to test you. And you know you can't do anything, but have you been like, you know what, man, I'm going to rip your head off of it? No, no, not really. I actually I actually just got asked that the other day, too. No, I, uh, no, for some reason, I don't know. I, I think I, I think I kind of have that demeanor where, I don't know. People don't fuck with you. Talks to me. Yeah. Who's the best yeah, guy you've ever, you've ever uh, trained with? Who? Who's like the toughest, best guy you've, that you've ever sparred with? Is it was it Hector Lombard or who's who thinks the best guy you've ever sparred with? Um, yeah, I mean, he was one of them. Um, you know, uh, I mean, out here there's there's, I mean, there's a ton of great guys. Um, you know, I mean, there's just a ton of them. So I mean, all, all the guys at Alliance, Miles, Ross Pearson, and Jeremy Stevens, those guys. Yeah. Um, I never really sparred with Tyron or Ben. I was always, you know, younger or whatnot. Um, just getting into the sport whenever I was training with them. Eve Edwards, in the very beginning of my, my fight career, I trained with him a little bit, so that was cool. Wow. So is there, like, um, any any art that, like, you are learning that's new to you? Like, I'm sure you train, like, Muay Thai, Jiu-Jitsu, all this shit. Like, do you um, ever, do you ever kind of... Uh, Take a take a step out and just learn like a different martial art. No, um, not really. I mean, it's, it's just the, the the core one, you know, the boxing. Yeah, the, you just the, stick uh, to like what you're. Grappling. Okay, but but I will say I, I have been working on um, more Greco wrestling um, in the last month or so. You know, my I was a college wrestler, so a lot of my wrestling matches were won. One on the feet, taking guys down, shooting at the legs, you know, low, or not low level singles, but sweep singles and high crotches and double legs and those kinds of things. And that's always been my kind of bread and butter with the wrestling. But I've really um, kind of started doing a lot more Greco stuff, upper body stuff, out, off balance and stuff, um, you know, leg sweeps or, or uh, inside trips and underhooks and just yeah. all that kind of stuff. Have you where, ever done like any, any, any like Sambo but, style? Sambo styles training, like because you're because of your wrestling. No, um, mm. no, that's what the, that's like the Russian wrestling, right? The gi. Yeah, with the gi, but like they incorporate a lot of like judo and wrestling. Like it's a a mix. With no, submissions no, and shit. but I no, but I know judo. Judo is definitely cool. I like. I would like to start getting into that too once I kind of get more comfortable with the Greco stuff. Because to me, the Greco stuff is going to be really beneficial for me right now and then you know just constantly evolving though like you said you know that's cool <clears throat> now uh now mike uh 
I was going to ask you something about. Uh, oh yeah, so this week your old teammate uh, Tyron Woodley is fighting your new teammate Kelvin Gastelum. Who do you like in this fight? Yeah. Uh shoot, man, they're both tough. I mean, obviously Tyron's been around um, for longer. He's got some great wins over some great opponents. He's got knockout power in both of his hands. Um, but Kelvin is a, a young, hungry up and comer, and he's got a he's a gamer. You know, I mean. I've seen him train, but the level that he trains at is, you know, nothing compared to where he actually competes at. You know, when he, when he steps into the cage, he's, he's a great competitor. So it's a, it's a tough fight to call. They're both very tough. I'm um, definitely interested to see uh, the fight because it's going to be entertaining. Ex- experience. I think his experience is going to be. Tyron? No, I think his experience is going to be. Tyron, it's going to be a wrap, man. You think Tyron's going to. No, I don't know, man. It's, Calvin, his, no, Calvin, his experience, he doesn't have the same experience. So? I'm just, I don't know. I just think that's going to be what's going to be the factor. All right, what about uh, Anderson Silva versus Nick Diaz? Shoot, I don't even know. Yeah, I haven't even really thought about it. It's one of those fights where it's so... Um, surreal, right? Know, it, 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 yeah, it's surreal. It's, it's a big fight. It, they're both coming off a of long layoffs. It's like a video game uh, fight. It's like you really don't know who's going to win until you play against each other. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I guess we'll, you know, I guess we'll see, you know, well, it'll be entertaining though. So when you come at, listen, by the way, thanks for coming to the comedy show that night. That, I, I was actually, I was, I was trying to make you and your wife laugh the most. I really was. I was looking over <laughs> to see if they were laughing. So really not you, just your good. wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. It was good though. Yeah. Improv? It was funny. And then I'm going to see you no, in San Diego. I'm going to see you this weekend, right? You're presenting an award at the MMA awards. Yeah. Yeah. I, I come in on uh, Thursday and we're going to go to like a, uh, I'm going to get some workouts in. Um, I'm also we're gonna go like a Cirque du Soleil show or something Thursday. Does your wife have any vacation? Does she have any hot single friends? Uh, I don't. uh, No, I don't think so. (laughs) Uh, You don't think so? (laughs) You don't want to look at them because? (laughs) Hold on, let me think now. No, they're all ugly. They're all ugly. Every one of them. They're all trolls. Well, Um, listen, listen, Michael. Where can people find you, Michael Chandler? Uh, I have a, a website, ironmichael.com, uh, Twitter, at Mike Chandler MMA. Um, I have a Facebook fan page, and I'm at Mike Chandler MMA on Instagram. So um, I like to talk to fans as much as possible. I like to interact. I like to see what, what the fans want to see and like to see, uh, you know, answer all their questions and stuff. So everybody uh, follow me and hit me up. Oh, well, thanks for coming on the show, man. Any you, Anytime. Michael. And then are, when are you coming to L.A. to teach my kids wrestling? Uh, whenever. How about, uh, right, right after this fight. All right. All right. Cool. Well, thanks a lot, buddy. Take care, buddy. All Have right, a good man. one. You Thank you guys so Thank much. You. I appreciate it. Have a good one. Thank you. You were just okay, trying to get him to say anything. Uh, he's, hey, dude, <laughs> have you ever have you ever stabbed and raped a person like that? Like you just wanted anything. I, I I'm surprised you didn't circle back around it. I, so, uh, did you get to, a lot I'm of tail before you were married? Those, he's one of those fighters who just uh, he. He doesn't say much, like, in interviews. You know, it's very basic, and, like, unless you, you really try to get out of the box, but his performances are, like, Oh, the thing is, like, he's, crazy. like, he's, he's like, like crazy and the thing fighter. is, like, you think he doesn't, he's, like, hey, man, why can't I go back on the podcast? Like, he actually likes coming on the podcast, yeah. and then he doesn't really, he doesn't, he talks, but he doesn't, like, go nuts. You think, like, I'm gonna, but I think he's, like, like, like He's not that said. type of dude. Well, also, I think he's also 
working on other parts of social media because he's like, hey, you know, listen, I need to get my, my profile up. And mm-hmm. he, but he's a super cool guy, a role model, yeah. a great fighter. And I'll, I, Michael Chandler fights, I'll watch any one of his fights. He should be in the UFC. Yeah. And, I, and I'm, I'm a fan and he's cool as but shit. But Bellator is not, I'm, I'm going to keep it real, I just watched uh, all of the fights literally last night and Bellator is actually pretty entertaining. It is entertaining. It is entertaining. Their last card was great. I was there. And it was, and you know what? Showtime, they're doing some numbers with Showtime. No, 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 no I mean not show. Spike. I mean, I did Spike. Spike. I did, yeah. I did, um, I did the on demand. I went oh, yeah. and watched all of them. Yeah, no, they they were actually really good fights. They their matchmaking is. Yeah. Um, and King Mo is hilarious with <laughs> to me. But it's not only that; it's that, also, yeah. that, but also, uh, look, obviously, in my the best fighter, the best fighters are in the UFC, the very best. But however, some of these Bellator guys. Or World Series of Fighting guys, it's so close at that level of fighting. It's so fuck. Look at it's look so- at Anthony Johnson. He was in the World Series of Fighting six months ago, and now he's and and, and now fighting he's fighting for the title. I mean, literally six months ago, Mo- he was okay. in the World Series yeah. of Fighting. Uh, there there are guys out there. That kid Georgie that's coming in. That kid who who tapped out uh, Bubba Jenkins. He could be competitive with I they. Uh, a lot of these guys in the UFC, probably a lot of the top ten guys, yep. like Ben Askren, who's in one FC. I, personally, I think is a top ten uh, uh, welterweight. I think he might even be but, top five. But, but you, I mean, you can't. Guys... You know what? Change now because I just, I do like McGregor. I think the way he talks is I do. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. entertaining as shit. I I don't understand how he got four fights and now he's fighting for the title. I think. <laughs> No, no. We had a this huge... way, the same way Ronda got her title fight, and when she was in Strikeforce, no, course. different. Way it's different. different. He's... But she did a lot of talking for that. She did a lot of talking, but there she... was no women's division. Was... They created a whole division for Ronda Rousey in the UFC. No, I know. I'm talking about the come up. I'm not talking about in- the, the, individual the, the men, organizations. The men, the, the... I'm talking about the mentality of really talking up the fight and believing in what you're saying. He yes really, no. he is he really, really believes right. in what the fuck he's saying. Yeah, but but the men's division is a lot deeper. It's than, a, than way deeper. It is, but I'm just saying he should have it's some the more same fights objective. Look, the, the the thing is, is that it's a business, right? It's a I business, it. and that's the reason why he's at is because he he, he he's going to sell. People are talking about him. I mean, I think they said he would sell out some kind of. Ridiculous number in Ireland. Boston did broke numbers. They broke, broke, broke yeah, broke. He, he's broke breaking Fox, records. Yeah. Uh, he's also a guy who's there's not many fighters from Ireland. There's a lot of fighters from Ireland. Not many in the UFC. I mean, this is what like five to seven, I think. And he's just a he's a big fish in a small pond. Now he's becoming a big fish in a big pond. Um, however, there, I think you're right. He should have had to fought Chad Mendez, uh, yep. Frankie Edgar, Frankie Edgar at or, least, or Cub Swanson, and, and Frankie that, Edgar will give that, him problems to get that title shot. So Any one of those three guys, because what do they have in common? Wrestling. And Except, Frankie Edgar's an energizer bunny you know, and just uh, a yeah. hard knock. But through. he might lose, and and let's, and let's say he loses to Frankie Edgar, right? Or then he, he has to start. Then he has to. Look, but then at the end up. of the day, the UFC Dana White just does what's best for business. That's every that's single the thing, time. Is that when, 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 when you combine business. And entertain when you play sports and entertainment, you're gonna always have that issue. Because if it was just a strictly a sport, just a sport, and, and they didn't care about selling tickets or numbers or ratings, right. they, he, they would do it the way you were talking about. Yeah, I know. I, I agree with not. you, but I'm saying in his situation, 
there's a couple people that he should have fought before fighting for the fucking Well, look at belt. Chael. Chael loses to Anderson Silva yeah. and then gets a title fight. Exactly the same John thing. Jones. Bullshit. But it's exactly still bullshit, though. You know, it is still bullshit. It's but still he bullshit. used the power of the mouth, man. And I'm not talking about the blowjobs. He didn't give... He just Well, really, I don't know about that. He might have. How really, powerful is your mouth? Oh, my God. No, my I'm mom just, is here. Oh, sorry. Did you just ask her a blowjob thing? <laughs> this Christmas. And her mom is like, when after this, I'm going to fight you at Her mom's laughing. Her mom's laughing because she's an ass beating she's gonna give you later they don't mess around Maldo- I bet, Mal- I bet the Mal- what I'm Mal- trying to say is the Moldova this mouth. is a sport of entertainment people forget that rankings sometimes don't matter at all and they're not going to because it's about how it's, much money no, you're right so, but, but back but to the power still, of the nah, mouth nah, nah, okay. nah, nah. it should still be a little closer it's god damn it be... I wish this was a real kettlebell no, no, no it should still be a little closer it shouldn't just be I, Chang, you're, you're preaching to the choir here but, I, but, but, come but on we talked about this about to expose his ass well um, with those, uh, with those, those that's fuck, why those I just brutal when kicks he came up to him he was just like laughing I was like fuck I don't know I honestly don't know I Aldo those kicks he's gonna fucking tear his legs off He's definitely going to feel at least one. It's going to be a great fight. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't. I don't know who wins. I, honestly, absolutely, Aldo. Absolutely, and Aldo. I, I, I love the, Why, the way. How, he do talks. You, how, how is it absolutely? Why, I, you know what? I, I've been right on the last three fights for once in my fucking life. So. Okay, first of all, you didn't tell me who you think we're going to win. It was. I think today you're like oh I was right on three fights and I didn't. I, I, didn't I thought. I thought that Anthony. Rumble was going to win. All right, and a lot of people didn't right, think on. he was going to win. Hold on, a second. he was going to lose Shane, focus. Shane, I, I, I love you. Bullshit, man. I, I love you, Shane, but we we have to reel it in a little bit. All right, so bullshit. Uh, the the Moldova mouth. Um, this is way more interesting. So, the, so okay. We so were far, about fighting. Now so we're far, we've about. I know, right? So far, we've learned that you that you never gag ever a, a, ever. Right? That was the first time you ever gagged, except for on a mouthpiece. Okay, you're looking at me. All right, let's ne- next topic. Mom, mom, sorry, mom. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. like that mom, was the mom's one. Mom's covering her She's ears. She's covering her ears. Like I mom's, can't believe mom's this covering is covering her ears. All right, we still have some stuff to get to. We have to talk to Yancey, and you have and then we have to go over UFC 183, and then we also have to talk about DraftKings, our sponsor. Yeah. Uh, we have to pick our DraftKings. Who's going to win this week? When you t- sign up for DraftKings, go to DraftKings promo code MMAR. MMAR. Go to DraftKings. We have to do our thing for that. So we gotta talk to MMAR. Yeah, that's 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 the old Um, MMAR. So we gotta talk about that on the promo code MMAR. We gotta gotta talk to right now. Let's talk to Yancey. He's on a two fight winning streak. Last time he came on the fight, he had he had lost. Uh, He had he he had been choked out by Jim Miller on a fight he took on like. Three hours notice. Yep. And, uh, yeah. And but now he's doing very well. He's, and he's fighting he's Tony fighting, Ferguson. I know. That's going to be it. At UFC 184. Yep. So we got to talk to Yancey. I like this guy. Stupid fucking mugs. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> let's, let's call Yancey. Josh, thank you for helping us, by the way. No problem. You enjoying the show? Yeah. yeah. Did you tell him about the text messaging we were doing back and forth when after your last fling thing? Or is, right. she, is she like... No, no, we're done. You're done? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I got a new girl that I've, I've been dating. Really? So yeah, the, yeah. is the new girl Trump is the it? other girl? Uh, this new girl, she's sweet. She's from... Uh, which, is, which is very, very new. Uh, she's from Alabama. Uh, wow. And uh, she's... So she's Alabama. How, how, how many teeth producer. does she have? She has a full grill. She has full wow, teeth? Wow, yeah. lucky. Yeah. Lucky, because a lot of Alabama chicks. Only four gold teeth. Okay. Uh, hey, a lot of Alabama chicks just eat applesauce all the time. Apple, they can't, they can't eat nothing else but no, applesauce. No, they're applesauce. 
<laughs> no, what but is this a fucking comedy duo? What the fuck are you I'm doing? Sorry, are you guys going on tour together? It's fucking Shang Marina. No, so you like this new chick? I do. I well, see, we'll I've been with the same woman for a while, so I'm really. Which one is this? Wow, Lazier. Whoa! Oh, I'm kidding. I'm joking. Nah, nah, nah. I have one vagina. I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I'm committed to one vagina. Nice. Wait, are we going back on? Are we yeah. on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I actually like the vagina I have at the house. That's great. That's wow. Great. No, but you've been married before, though. Yeah, I, that that's thank ass. <laughs> Uh, no. Are we talking about the old one? Are we talking? Yeah, about, we're talking about the recent. We're chip. talking about the new new. The I like your mom. Your mom's, your mom's laughing great. at everything. <laughs> She's so cute. Your mom. I love my mom. She yeah. laughed everything except for the blowjob part. No, she just covered her ears. <laughs> you covered your ears, but she's like, really? You're asking she my daughter? She still has a really great humor. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Your call has been forwarded. Okay. He's, automatic he's, voice he's not there, man. Come on, Moo Moo. You're not there. Okay, let me ask you this. Yo. Okay, since we're on here. Now, we haven't talked about the, the uh, silver fight yet. Yes, UFC 180. We're UFC supposed to go over it because I've gotten a lot of shit on the Twitter because I was tweeting about it. Uh, yo, let me tell you something. Okay, everybody said you don't know which fight. You said it's like a video game fight? Yeah. I, I think that, man, I think that Nick is going to walk through this dude, man. His, walk through this over. You know why? Because his leg, I'm telling you, that was the worst, worst shit ever. And I just think he's going to be tentative. <laughs> you think he's not? You don't think he's going to be tentative with that? That was horrible. A tough fight. I mean, look. You don't think he's going to be tentative? You think Silva's still going to be able to? Because, I mean, before, look, his movement I, was part of it. I I'm a never huge Silva thought fan. in my life that this fight was going to happen. I never, I'm a huge Nick Diaz fan. I like I've Diaz. loved him from the beginning. I never thought that, like, this fight was going to happen. And I'm a huge Anderson Silva fan. My, my colors, like, my colors when I fight, I always try for it to be black and yellow because of Anderson Silva. Like, I he's my inspiration. I love how he carries himself. He's a fucking badass. He's he's done. He's inspired so many. Seven years. That's crazy. That's a fucking long time. And but I'm also a fan of everything that Nick Diaz has done. And I just I don't even want to predict. I really don't even want to predict. I can. Why not? Why not? Because I am such a fan of both. And I I feel I, I don't know. I, I just can't do it. I just I can't I wait to watch. I really just I think can't that, wait to watch. I think it. Silva even I, one the age difference. Okay, I, like you said, it wear, you wear down. I don't care who you are, and I think that that last two fights showed that he can wear down. And all those little tricks he does is not going to work. Uh, a couple things. First of all, they're both they both haven't won in a while. They're both coming. They're both hungry for wins. I would assume. The only thing is to me is they're both wrestling. Seems to be they're both. Achilles heels wrestling, and neither of them really wrestle. So it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a great stand up striking yeah. match. However, yeah, we're we're all gonna be Anderson clinic, Silva. Sure. Yeah. Anderson Silva walks around at two hundred thirty pounds, two twenty, two thirty. Right. Nick Diaz is what walks around at one ninety. That's pushing one, it. That's pushing it. Uh, you know, that's so the, he's a natural one seventy pounder. The other guy fought at two hundred five. So is it gonna be a, ba- a matter of just a, a good big guy beating up a great big guy beating up a, g- a great smaller guy, and that? Unfortunately, is kind of what I see going down. Uh, uh, I would much rather have Nick Diaz win. I like Nick Diaz. I mean, I think he he's he's the man. But it just is Anderson Silva too much, and, and is he too big? Okay, Silva. You said he hasn't he had a win in a while. He's lost twice. Yeah. And he lost twice to the same guy. No, he's he. What he's really talking about is ring rust. Yeah, I mean, That's, yeah. It's not. It's not really lo- winning or losing. It's it's being out of that competition Compe- mode right. is what really it's what really um, taxes you in the end, and not being in there and just 
getting those those butterflies and just going through the motions of a fight. It's not winning or losing. I don't believe that yeah. like the loss is what you know what really counts. I think it's the time out. That's and it's been a long but the time. The thing is, is that. But you know what? I can guarantee you this. Both of them are going to be welcomed into that fucking cage like no other. So, I think the crowd's so going to go So for DraftKings.com, who are we picking? Uh, and, and by the way, play DraftKings because you can win $25,000 uh, prize pool. There's no entry fee. Nope. Uh, $25,000 for first place, right? For, there's 300 positions. Play DraftKings $2, or two thousand dollars first place. No, is that two or I, yeah, no, two thousand dollars? There's, there's three two thousand dollars first place. Top three thousand people, uh, guaranteed money. Play DraftKings. Just go to DraftKings.com. Promo code MMAR. They're sponsoring us, so we gotta do this. Yeah. So, just use your imagination, people. So for DraftKings, who are we picking? I know who I'm picking. NA. I can't do it with this. Why? Do I have to do it this one? No, you have to. You I have can't to. do it. That's bullshit. Why? You can't no. pack well, here, Here's why. Because she's trained over at Black House, right? Before. Not, with, not with Anderson. Oh. Yeah, I, I, but you're also trained with the Diaz brothers. You're cool with the Diaz brothers. I'm... But I love. I've never thought this fight was going to happen. I don't. I'm. Conflicted. But you got to. So if you have to pick one, you have. I to don't want to pick one. Okay. Uh, uh, well, yeah, if you're an analyst, do you think Daniel Cormier? Who these said guys, I was an analyst? I'm but, just but, on a podcast. I know, but one day okay. we're trying to get you a job as an analyst. No? Okay. I'll, well, then I'll tell you. No. Yes. I'm, I'm, I think Nick Diaz is going to win. I think he's going to win. I think his boxing is has always been sharp, even over his ring. Okay. Rust. How is he going to win? I think he's going to knock him out. He's going to knock him out. I'm telling you, he's been. He's been. You you see, I, that's my dude. Don't get me wrong. I'm a huge Spider fan. All right, who do I but want I think win? it's his time. The rust. I think that they, uh, that he's going to be tentative with that kick because that was one of his bread and butter. And I'm going to tell you right now, all those little little slick moves are not going to work on Nick. Just not going to work. I got to keep it real. I, I want Nick Diaz to win more than anything. If I had to bet, I'd bet on a Silva. Silva's okay, comfortable, so, um, rich as but, hell. But I want proof, Nick don't Diaz need to prove to anything. Win. And I and I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong. I just don't see. I just it just seems like these guys. Do, Josh, who do you like? Well, what I guess there's a difference between what I want and what I like. Yeah, yeah you got to go with what you what I want. I want Nick Diaz to win and then have a reason to fight Robbie Lawler again and then win that. Oh, right, he's thinking three steps ahead. This guy. Yeah, yeah well, that's well, that's the story that's building in my mind. <laughs> uh, Anderson Silva's going to win that fight. Oh my gosh! Dude. You heard it from Josh, okay? Josh, everybody. Oh, Josh, Josh you also put, does meth. If, if like you don't like Josh, tweet him at. No, I'm kidding. All right, now, um, <laughs> Josh. All right, Kelvin, mind, Kelvin Gastelum, Tyrone Woodley. This is a hard one to pick. Woodley, Kelvin. Kel- what? Kelvin, I'm sorry. This kid Yo, is young. It doesn't hungry, and he brings it when he gets in there mm. every single time. Uh, okay. And I've trained with him before, so. We can do it next week if you. Uh, no, I'm telling you right now. Okay, you say he's young and hungry. I, I get that, and he has shown that he can do damage. But I'm telling you, we talk about a whole different level. I think yeah. it's a whole different level. And the I don't only think he's, thing he's I not know, ready for that level here's yet. Here's the thing that Kelvin has, Kelvin just doesn't. You know how you see like a mental battle with fighters, yeah, the yeah. fighters that the being um, hesitant and shit like in the cage. I've seen that more with Tyrone than I've seen that with Kelvin. I think it's Kelvin. A draw. It's a Kelvin draw. doesn't. Kelvin doesn't think he just fucking goes. He doesn't hesitate. Right. He, he takes but opportunity that, when it's that's there. That's a mistake well, look, to just go. Sometimes it's a mistake, but right. I think you Tyrone is a little something. bit too hesitant. Tyrone. Ke- Sorry. Tyrone. Let's just but call him Woodley. 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 Yeah. <laughs> 
Tyron, Tyrone, whatever the fuck. Look, I mean, look. He's gonna, I'm going to call on Tyrone. Well, I'm going to, look, there's a, couple, there's a couple things here. Number one, I think that, like, obviously, Jake's my boy. I think Jake had a mental lapse in that fight. Something just had, he was winning, he was winning that fight, and then he, he got taken down, and something just fucking broke. I don't necessarily think you can use that fight as, as how good he looked, or Jake just fucking, when something went happen, because he just stopped fighting. That doesn't really happen. When he get taken down, I never saw a guy just give up his neck that quickly. Yeah. It wasn't like he was hurt either. He was just, it was just weird. Um, Kelvin Gastelum is a monster. I mean, he's a guy who beat Rick Story. Rick Story is no fucking it's, joke. It, 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 uh, Tyron Woodley, however, was, you know, I'm taking the con win as a win. Yeah, okay? man. Even I, though, no, even I, was, though, I, was, I was very impressed with that fight. That like, was In a the win. beginning, that was... Uh, you know, he, he killed Don Kim. Don Kim is a tough guy. Very uh, tough guy. Uh, he looked terrible against Rory McDonald. But Rory is one of those weird fighters. Because he has a weird rhythm. Really good fighters look bad. Uh, so this is a tough fight to, to, to pick. I would almost say it's going to be a draw. No, Woodley. Uh, and I'm saying that because I'm friends with both guys. Uh, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. Okay. I like them both. I understand what you mean by being torn. I like them both. And I like when young guys come up. But I just think this is not his time. It's just not his time. He's not ready. All right, Al, Al Iaquinta is fighting. Uh, who's Al, Alpha, uh, is fighting Joe Lozon. Lozon. Uh, Lozon. You like Joe Lozon in that fight? Yeah. Versus Al. I'm picking Al. I'm picking Joe. Al Iaquinta. Ah! I'm picking Joe. Jo- Joe. Sorry, I'm picking Joe. Lozon, I just man. think that Joe Lozon has been to too many wars. I just think it's eventually you just you just can't be in that many wars. That's not true. No. Eventually, it catches it up might, to you. It'll catch up to you. He looked great, in, in, the, he looked great no. in the last fight against Kiesa. He, but that, he looked great in that fight. But then he gets dominated by Michael Johnson uh, in, I think, in Boston. He's one of these guys that, like, you know, the Anthony Pettis fight was just, that was brutal. He's one of these guys that beats guys he's necessarily he's supposed to beat, but loses guys not to. Maybe he's supposed to beat Al Quinta, so he might win this fight. But I just think that Al is, uh, I don't know, man. Al, if Al doesn't get caught, he sometimes gets caught. Like he right. got caught against Mitch Clark, and that's that strange because submission. He, but if he, he rushes in, yeah, he doesn't keep his distance. He doesn't circle enough, and that's why. That, but he, he's got. Uh, he's got. He does, but I think that Matt Sarah training camp is one of the best camps in the right, country. Yeah, no, Matt, the Longo Sarah. But, all my fr- all my old teammates in New York go there, go down there to train. They lo, every but, time it's like they they've never experienced anything like it. Yeah, but yeah. Lozon Lozon has both. To me, and Al, you know what I'm saying? He has both. Yeah, he's a smarter, he's a he's brilliant smart, fighter. He's smart. He, um, the tough fights he's had has just been, you know, like you said, sometimes you have a mental break, but I'm telling you right now, out of the two of them, no, you said you said it. He had a mental. But I like how you say this stuff as if you're certain. You're like absolutely. No, I just because that's the way right I go now. into it. But I mean, it, 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 I'm telling you, your all you people out there, this is my. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. What am I supposed to be like? Well, eh, no, fuck that. I'm telling you right now. The reason I say that is you keep you can look at certain people and go by okay what they did in the past, and some other people you go well you can't really do that with the reason. Only reason I'm saying that like you didn't pick you didn't want to pick between Diaz and Silva. Yeah, right? because I have the option of not picking. Right. <laughs> she right. Said, there you go. She All said. right. So DraftKings, I'm picking for this one. I and, then, and this is going to be a sli- and this is I think one of the underdog fights. I think. Uh, Al Keith is going to be the underdog, so you can you can win some money on this fight if you if if, if I'm right. By the way, Yancy Madero is texting me. Uh, he um he got the wrong times. He's I think he's in Hawaii, and uh, he because so he'll be on next week. Yancy Madero will be on next week along with Marina's training partner coming in. Right? 
Georgie? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's coming in next week. So we got Georgie and Yancey coming in next week. Georgie, Georgie Karakanyan. Georgie Karakanyan. Uh, who don't say, hide your wife, hide your kids. Don't he, do it. He, he will choke you out. The yeah, fuck out. Will. Yeah. <laughs> um, he will give you a nap. So uh, Misha Tate, Sarah McMahon. This is going to be my favorite fight of the night. I don't know why. I, Misha what? Tate, I, no, it's not going to be. It's, I love Misha Tate. I know uh, someone here is not a fan of her. But she, me, yeah. I am not a fan of her. Yeah, just yeah, say you're it. not a fan of her. But I, I'm not. I'm a fan. fan. I like Caraway a lot. I hung out with that guy. He, yeah, he's a great dude. Sure. So, yeah. what is, I'm sure. What is sure. that? No, I don't. I'm not a fan of hers. But I mean, I respect her. But she does have. An I it, respect. She her. does have an it factor. She has when she comes out to uh, uh, Pink. Uh, so I'm still a rock. Whatever. When she comes out to that song, Katy Perry. Katy Perry, Katie, right? A rock star. No, no, not that, that one. No, roar. Oh, you hear me roar. There's something about her that. Has, okay, but what's that have to do with me, her? There's as something a about her that I, her fighting, the whole Misha Tate thing. I just think I'm a fan of. I don't know. She just gets me excited to watch fights. Not because she's a hot chick. That, it that is exactly. That, doesn't that is that no, is no, the no, selling point no, by no, far. She is a good grappler. She is. She's very remarkable as a fighter. Her stand-up is suspect. Mm, it's super suspect. It's suspect, man. Super suspect. It's su- to me. Okay, so you want no, to no, just give I'm, me that no, look? No, I'm looking at you. She's su- it's, it's suspect. It's, it's right. suspect. Yeah. What I'm saying is, it, if it wasn't, like, if she gets into a stand-up situation, it's a wrap. She takes too many shots. She, and she keeps going forward. How she many nose jobs can you have? I'm just saying. <laughs> no, yes. It's just, like, it's just like, how many battles can you be in? Like, how many fucking nose how jobs? How many nose jobs do you think she's had? At least, at least two. At least two. Two. You, that was titty, sweet of you. About four. How, how many four. titty jobs you can have? How four. many titty jobs has, he, has she had? I, I would assume one, right? Three. I, well, I mean, one for each titty. I mean, I mean as, 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 <laughs> gonna, as a titty quota. Yeah, as a titty I was, quota, I would say. So she has. Yeah, she's. I mean, she, she denies having her boobs. She won't talk about having her boobs job. Because you think those she's are not. Out, she's flat out lying. That, that's a fucking lie. That, okay, have you but, seen her boobs? Um, you know what Brian Caraway did with that bonus he got. He got himself some braces and he got his girlfriend some new titties so she wouldn't go nowhere. <laughs> Let's just put it out there. Let's just put it this way. Have you she ever was... seen her with her top off? What? Have you ever seen her in a... Like I've a... seen her in a bikini top. Uh, and you were like, those are fake? They're not... They don't move naturally, that's for sure. Did you feel them? I did not feel them. Did you ask to feel them or not? I don't... Well, I wouldn't want to feel her naked titties. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've felt naked titties before. Whoa. Talk about this. What? Wait, wait. Let's what? circle back All right, around hold on. that. Right. Okay, that got me stop, interested. Stop it. Stop at the that podcast. Yeah, seriously. Okay, so when when have you felt these naked titties? No, t- I've been to strip clubs. I know how... And you feel the titties? When, when strip club, you got, you're allowed to feel titties at strip clubs? I, normally you can't touch. No, unless they take your hand and put it there. Then what the fuck are you supposed to do? I, like, no! So how, wait, how, how dare so, you? That's the only time at the strip club that you felt naked titties? Well, or naked was, fake titties. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And naked uh, fake titties feel like a knee. Yeah. They feel like a knee. Yeah. No, I, 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 I've, I've, I've heard about them. I felt, I felt a couple in my life. You um, acted like they're a Loch Ness or something. I've, no, I've heard uh, of them. I think that, no, you're, I, I don't mind fake titties, okay, honestly. Wait, wait, I think wait, they're let's great. go back to the fight. Okay, All right, so, so you don't you, you like her whole image. Misha Tate? Yeah, yeah. No, I just think she's fun to watch. She's okay, fun, she's fun to watch. Fun but, to I mean, watch. fuck that. In the fight. Do you, Sarah McMahon versus... Uh, I'm going to tell you who I, I got. Uh, in this fight, I think Sarah McMahon wins this I think fight. Sarah McMahon wins. Yeah, absolutely. I, just, I think Sarah McMahon is... She's a, such a hot and cold fighter, but I think she's going to be up for this one because when she goes in beast mode, she called out Misha Tate. Sarah McMahon went on Twitter and said, "I want Misha Tate next." Yeah. She didn't call out Lauren Murphy. No. I don't think she even called out Ronda Rousey. That was just no. kind of given to her. Yeah. She saw something in Misha where she said, "I want her next," and she yeah. knows she and can exploit her stand up. And she and she knows. I I honestly, Sarah McMahon. I think. Uh, uh, by the way, uh, she wants to come on the podcast next week as well. Sarah We're gonna have McMahon. Her, yeah. She loves wrestling. 
I'm not sure if she loves fighting. She, she probably loves fighting, too. She doesn't like all the shit that comes along with it. She even said that. She hates doing... She's yeah, a she mother. Did, she did barely any media for the Ronda fight. Hates doing media. She's this hippie chick that wants to live with her wrestling boyfriend, and, and, and she's super cool, but she's just, she's just a, a cool... Hippie, grungy so girl. So for her to call her out is she, out of her she, character. She means wants that it. she knows something's up. And she's a much better wrestler. Yeah, I think she's got. She hits harder. Uh, she's her grappling. She trains with. Uh, uh, I think she trains with what's his name? The the, the very famous, uh, very famous the, the guy that Steven Seagal. No, no, <laughs> no. The, the guy. The one of the most, that corner. Yeah, let's hope she trains with. Yeah, him. yeah, that Marcelo would be good. Garcia. I think oh, she trains yeah. with Marcelo over there. She's got great grappling, uh, and I just think she's better all around Mish Tate. I think Mish Tate is the is the exact opposite. She loves being a star. Like she wants to be in FHM magazine. She and is a star. She wants to go on. She this. is a star because she's a star in she, MMA community. MMA, she's MMA, not, MMA, no, but she wants to run the Rousey movie roles. She wants to be in Entourage. Oh, isn't that so sad? <laughs> No, it might. Isn't that just so sad? She, she for her. wants to be it, but she's pretty. I mean, she's a pretty <laughs> big name. She's a big name. Uh, she's a big name, but she wants that next level fame. That's what she wants. She wants it so bad. So bad. Yeah, I think she wants that almost more than she wants to be a fighter. And I, I, I can't blame her. Who the fuck wants to go to the gym every day for seven hours and train? You guys work your asses off. Who wants to cut weight? Who want? I don't. A lot of people don't want that. People that do want it are fucking really crazy. Yeah, but, but no. But if that's what you no, if that's what you are, and that's the thing that makes you like moves you. Yeah. No. Yeah. I look. I loved even when I quit wrestling. My college coach. Because you were. Said, yeah. You he had, said there's you nobody had. that loved wrestling as much as you did. That I've ever. Coached. And you did phenomenal. And, uh, yeah, I loved it. I, I loved it. I, I the weight cutting was the worst part. That I fucking hated because it was every week. It wasn't like you cut weight for you a fight. Break. Yeah. It, you got and I would go up 15, 20 pounds and get it go down every week in college, right. which is not easy, especially when you actually I was actually getting pussy in college and enjoying my life and having fun. All of a wrestling yeah. starts and you're cutting twenty pounds. I was like, and I was and, so I, and it, I was cutting. Did it wear on you? Oh yeah, that's why I stopped doing it. I was doing it way the wrong way. I was. Sleeping with the window open every night to shiver off weight in Binghamton, New York. I was putting on 19 layers. I was spitting in a cup all day. Uh, I was just just doing shit that I shouldn't have done. I was wearing two rubber suits at practice. Uh, and then the year that I quit wrestling, uh, two kids died in my league for jump roping in the shower with the fucking with the thing with the on, on with the heat on, and they just out. passed out. But I was doing shit like that. Um, oh, okay. So that's. It's not the right way to do it. So anyway, that's not that's me. Forget me. Let's talk about other fights on this card. Who else we got on this card? Josh is sleeping. Uh, can we talk about this card at all? Um, you didn't even you so so you said who you want to win for, between the two. Uh, the the uh, Sarah McMahon fight. Sarah McMahon. Yeah, we all voted for Sarah. So it's three. Yeah, all of us. Yeah, we we think we think. I Sarah thought that right off win. the bat when I first saw that she was going to fight. I thought, oh, this is a rap. Misha's about it's about. Really? You think it's you think it's a rap? And you know what? The reason I say like I don't just say like you say. Oh, you just absolutely. When I say it, I'll kind of I do a little bit of research. I go, okay, this is where they're weak and yeah. they're going to have a problem with. Okay, her stand up. She's not going to have a problem. One one think, hits harder. I think like it's not like Sarah, I just. Yeah. If she does like if she does consistently train with Marcelo Garcia, especially with her wrestling base, like her grappling should be really difficult for Misha because Misha is like a mediocre wrestler who, you know, has mediocre grappling. She's not mediocre. She was. She won some tournaments. She wrestled. Oh, good for her. Great. <laughs> Great. All right. So uh, Tim Bosch versus Talis Latis. Tim Bosch. Bosch. Really? Bosch, yeah. By knockout? Yes. All right. Why? Because I just, I'm, I'm a fan of his. You're a fan of his? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, okay, I'm not going to say just because <laughs> I'm not really a fan of his. I don't, you know, I think he's some of his movements awkward. He just looks, he's no, he is not, like you see. Okay, to me, you see some fighters who are sharp. Yeah, to me, is he's, he's a lot of his movement is just. I think Tyler Slade wins this fight. I think Timbo is a monster, but he's a monster. I, he's he, more of a monster than he, he is but anything he, else. He caught Brad Tavares. Uh, I think he kind of caught him well, with him coming in. Brad was winning that fight. Before that, he got subbed real quick with by um. Who, uh, Luke Rockhold. I mean, it was like a 15 second sub or something. Yeah, and Talos Latis. No, it was one of the fastest. Yeah, it was something ever. insane. And Talos like, Latis is a, is, a, is, a, is a great jiu jitsu guy. I think Talos takes this. Uh, Derek Brunson, Ed Herman. Any, any Brunson. opinions? Brunson. Derek Brunson yeah. trains Who did he team, fight last? Trains at Team Jackson. He lost to Yoel Romero, but he was winning two fights and then lost. He got knocked yeah, out. Yeah, Brunson. I want Brunson. Uh, he's, a, he's a beast. Uh, Ed Herman's a beast also, but I think Brunson wins this fight. Herman. Herman? Really? Yeah. Bronson fades. All right. John, he Bronson does. Bronson fades. He fades. First first round comes out hard. Yeah. yeah. Second round comes out hard. Then watch. First Third round. Set candle. <laughs> he's, he's wilting ass. He's a, he wilts, man. That motherfucker wilts. All right. He's just wilting. John Lineker, Ian McCall. This should Ian be a McCall. great fight. Uh, Uncle Creepy. John Lineker <laughs> ha- hits hard. Yeah, he does. I mean, he hits like, he's got seriously I mean, power. But Ian McCall's gotten so much better. So much better. I think he's a better fighter. Uh, I but, mean, but Lineker also, I mean, Lineker. He said he's on, he's on a huge rise. A couple years ago, he lost to uh, the green hair guy. What's his name? The guy with the crazy hair. Lou Godinet beat him. It's crazy how far he's, he's come from that. But uh, uh, he missed weight like the last four out of five fights. It was he's no terrible, four? terrible weight cutter. Terrible yeah. weight cutter. I mean, like the worst. But I saw Ian, and Ian looks fucking focused. I know Ian had to go. I, he looks. He had a day job at one point. He was so miserable about that. But Ian, I hung out with him a couple uh, last week for the. We did a, the video together. Creepy. I like Creepy all day. Creepy knows he's one fight away from a title shot. I think if he wins this, I think one because, more fight. Okay, the reason I say <laughs> Creepy. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's weird. Just called just Creepy. The reason I say it is because he knows he has that motivation, knowing that this could be that next step. Yeah. And so that's why. That's my reason. Okay. And focus. And they have a lot of a lot of bad blood in this fight. So okay, so we're picking creepy. Once again, see how we do. Uh, compare your picks to ours and, and nice DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com. Now Diego Brandao versus Jimmy Hetz. Jimmy Hetz. Okay. Uh, and Jordan Main versus Tiago Alves. Uh, I think Tiago Alves is going to take that one. I think they're trying to build him back up. They are. They are. He's a streaky fighter. Yeah. Streaky fighter. He's a very streaky fighter, but. He's got that like because they call him the pit bull, right? Yeah, he just definitely has like that pit bull fighter style. I mean, he's a guy that fought GSP. I mean, yeah, a guy that ran through uh, Josh Koscheck. I mean, he's a guy that's been he's been around. Uh, now, Jordan Mean, by the way, he's the guy whose father got arrested at the last at the weigh in. Remember, two fights ago, he his father was during the weigh in, like. I, Allegedly groping a girl or something and got arrested. Like he ended up winning the fight, Jordan Mean. But man, talk about a distraction! Wow. You bring your dad to a weigh in and he. His like, father's his head trainer, isn't he? Yeah. Some. Yeah. Well, then that's even more interesting. <laughs> so, yeah. I, 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 I talk felt, about no distractions. Yeah. I felt Maybe bad. He for should him. be called Uncle Creepy. <laughs> yeah, he should be. Because that's wow, Dad. I'm trying to fight here. Stop fingering that chick. I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's just like weird to uh, me, especially when guys are weighing in. Is that, like, like all, the, does that what makes you hot when guys are weighing in? Oh man, that's weird to me. That is very very strange. And I would throw me off. I don't care. I'd like. 
thinking about what's going on with my pops. Like, yo, yeah, man, that's don't sad. sit by my girl, dad. Oh, Swear man. to God, man, I'll jump off there, fucking choke you out, dad. <laughs> oh, God. So, all right. Well, listen, uh, I think that's our podcast today because Yancey's not coming in. Uh, so, um, anything you want to plug? And, uh, first off, any of these fighters I was talking <laughs> shit about, if you see me, because sometimes I see you at the shows, uh, you know, this is just my opinion. <laughs> and don't run up on me because I, I am strapped. And uh, <laughs> you think I'm joking. And, uh, really, Carrie? No, 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 fuck, I'm pretty no oh. fuck around. Not anymore. Um, I no, but <laughs> I got switch blades. I'll I got, cut you. I got but where can people knuckles. find you? Uh, you can go to my website, IamShang.com. Um, you can, and you can get free tickets to certain shows. I'll be at the Improv tonight, uh, Irvine. Nice. And uh, But uh, I'm going to be – and you can go to at Comedian Shang on my Twitter. And Instagram is the same, at Comedian Shang. And look out for my special, Shang is Shangri. Nice. And, yeah, that's going to be my special. And you're also, you were on Heroes, right? Yeah, the Heroes. Show. I just I just taped, I just did um, uh, Gotham Live. Yeah. I just, I just did that last Thursday. And um, I'm going to be doing a podcast series. Nice. And, uh, Monkey with a Brain Bitch. Yeah, that's the name so, of your podcast. Yeah, we that's just turned it into awesome a podcast. Yeah, that's, we just you. turned it into a, a show and it's been doing really well. Nice. Now, Marina. I remember the last couple of weeks you said you were going to have some big news possibly this week. Is there any big news? Not yet. Stay yes. tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. All right. Does it rhyme with Schmelator or Mighton FC <laughs> or uh, <laughs> Megacy? No. No? The it mo- doesn't rhyme with, it rhyme with No, I just... Uh, you just wait. Just rhyme wait. With wait, wait, Invicta. Wait. So... All right, so so where can Marina? Where can people find you? Marina, Marina, where can people Marina. find you? Marina, 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 at, at the Marina, where at Marina people? Shapiro everywhere, at Marina Shapiro everywhere, yeah. and uh, I will be uh, where am I going to be? At Inside Jokes Comedy Club tomorrow night. Russell Simmons Inside Jokes Comedy Club, uh, and then this weekend I will be at the uh, MMA Awards, which I'm, I wrote all the sketches for, and I'll be there. So if you see me in Vegas, come say hi. The World MMA Awards. Presented by Fighters Only. And also, uh, Saturday night, I'm playing the University of Wisconsin uh, School of uh, Mining or something. Or, uh, uh, no, the School of Engineering. The Wisconsin School of Engineering. Did we do that game? No, no, we, no. Did. we did. Some other, we did another school. We did another school, yeah. yeah. So I'll be there. If you're in Wisconsin, come find me. Uh, I would love to see you and say hello. Thank you to all our fans. And thanks for everyone who's been submitting for the T-shirt contest. There have been some great ones. Yeah. We're, we're going to uh, pick a winner. By Friday. So yeah. keep sending them to us. To no, how about by next week? By next week, we'll yeah. have a winner. Uh, and, and the winner of the t-shirt contest, by the way, gets my autograph, my CD. Also, a Marina Shafir signed pair of scissors. And <laughs> what? also, uh, you get to come on the show. I'm not actually physically, but we'll have, you can call into the show. So you get a spot on the show. Marina Shafir, pair of scissors, and my CD. So thank you, everybody, for listening to M.A. Rosa. Thank you, Fox Sports. Take care and have a good weekend.